What's going on, guys? Welcome to Spawncast episode 85, right, Evan? Yep, 85. 85, very good. Uh, Max is actually unavailable tonight, but we have a couple people are going to be joining a bit later. Nate should be joining a bit later, and then uh, Jordan. Jordan Fringe will also join in because he wanted to talk a bit about Spyro, and I think he was playing some Pokemon as well, so he'll probably want to talk about those also. But I do have on my screen here, right to left, Sean, RGT85. What's going on, man? Oh, going good, going good. Then we have OJ, of course. How's it going, man? What up? And then Evan is with us. What's up, Evan? Not bad. Not much. Just you know, chilling. Cool. Yep. You have uh, your Warframe video going up this week. Warframe then... video going up. I should be doing this monitor review as well, and then we should be working on a Warframe video. Yeah, you have a people. really big. You have a really big monitor in front of you right now that uh, Ben yep. Q sent out to us to look at. So. That is a very large. What what is that? That's like a thirty-two inch four K HDR. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, that'll be interesting to see that review on it. You did a monitor review months ago, I think. So kind of like its one. little brother. Yeah, I'm gonna try to compare them at least for the different aspects that you would want a monitor for. Sure. So, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. The PS4 Pro going on that thing was. Sp- you play Spider Man on that? Not yet, but I actually oh, hooked man. the PlayStation Four up, so we're already one step. In <laughs> wait, the wait, wait. I'll say the PS4 is actually like powered on in your house now. Not it's hasn't powered on it, but it is hooked up behind the screen over here. So. You still have not powered that thing up. All right, fine. <laughs> yeah, you have Spider-Man. What else do you have? You have Uncharted and, and Forza. Uh, huh? for, uh, uh, Gran Turismo. Oh, Gran Turismo, yeah. So those would be really cool to see. Gran Turismo would look really good because that's native 4K with HDR. So that would be really cool looking, I think. Um, like I said, we're waiting for uh, Nate and Jordan. They'll be joining in. Uh, Max is actually out tonight. But, but we do have – actually, there's a lot of stuff going on on this week and it's been pretty pretty crazy in terms of news and rumors and all kinds of stuff going on but do we want to start with what we've been playing we want to do that because i know a lot of uh, a lot of what you guys have been playing already since it's been all over the internet but what you guys want to start with um i have been playing <laughs> um cabela's the hunt championship edition and Bass Pro Shops, The Strike. Make sure you guys go check out those live stream oh, videos on my channel because they, they were something. Um, but no, um, I did play those. But yeah, um, Spyro, um, Pokemon Let's Go. I've got about um, over seven hours into Pokemon Let's Go. I'm planning on playing it for at least five more tonight, ideally. And then um, hopefully doing something in the next day or two on the channel because I don't want to rush it, but I don't. I'm not going to have time to review it because I'm going to be going out of town for Thanksgiving. I actually haven't been with my family for Thanksgiving in like over a decade, so oh. I'm actually taking like time off and just going to relax. But I'll have videos going up during the week. But yeah, Pokemon Let's Go. Um, actually, the Sonic, uh, the Sega Genesis uh, Classics Collection on the Switch that came in the other day. I haven't spent enough time with it yet. Um, I want to spend a lot more. That's probably going to be what I'm mostly playing over Thanksgiving break. Um, so that, and I can't really talk about it either. So sorry. Um, <laughs> and still more call of duty. I'm still grinding away at call of duty. It's still my kind of mellow out game. Uh, some more red dead redemption. I'm about uh, a little over 50% through the uh, main campaign or the, whatever the percentage is for the, I guess it's just a story, right? Or is it the whole for, game? For red, is that for red dead? Yeah. Cause I think they have two different percentages. I think they have one for everything and then one for just the story. Okay. Well, but maybe I, it's probably like 50% of the story. Yeah. I keep seeing two different percentages whenever I turn it on and I go between saves and like, when you hit start to like go to like your, it has like your progress there. Um, yeah. That's about right. What are you, what chapter are you on right now? In red dead. Yeah. 
I'm still on three, I believe. Wow. Okay. You should you should at least move into four because when four kicks off, it, it gets really good. See, I, I like to dick around too much, man. Uh, like in, in open world games, my worst enemy is the open world itself because I make up like this is gonna sound bizarre. I make up like little stories in my head and stuff like that, like with the NPCs <laughs> and like like follow them around and like you know make up little scenarios and then you know act upon it. But I mean, it's it's funny to me. Like you know, you see some guy and like he just lasso him up and then he put him on the train tracks well why did i do that oh well he was beating his wife so this was his comeuppance you know i was helping her i like i mean at least at least you're having fun with it man right (laughs) you know you're having fun that's it's all they want did you at least get to the point where you've where you everyone's moved into a big house yes okay good all right cool cool you're getting there then all right Oh, and uh, Road Redemption. i have a road redemption video um going up either tomorrow or monday um Good game. I was actually, I was actually pleasantly surprised at how the, much I enjoyed it. That's the game, like Road Rash, right? Yeah, like yeah. I was uh, full interest of disclosure. I have nothing to hide. People, they actually reached out to me and wanted to do a sponsored video. So my review is sponsored. But I told them straight up, and I say this in the video. I'm like, yo, I'm not gonna, you know, I'll do this video. Like I was gonna review the game anyways. I just wanted a review copy. If you want to sponsor it, that's great. But if I got problems with the game, I'm gonna talk about problems with the game. And there are problems in the game. I address the problems in the game in my review. But like overall, I, my biggest fear was because that game was announced like back on the Wii U, and then it was in development hell. You know, it was on Steam early access and shit like that. But I was worried that the game was just not going to be good and not be fun. And maybe that's why they're trying to reach out, you know, to sponsor the video or something like that. Because that's the kind of shit I think in the back of my head. But yeah, mm-hmm. it, it ended up it, it's it's Road Rash. It's Road Rash with rogue elements in it. And it's it's pretty solid. Is that that's out now, isn't it? Or no? Yes. Yes, that is out. Um, that was out on Steam, I think, for a little while, too. Yeah, I think it was in Steam early access for quite yeah. a while. But it, I, it looked I, cool. Like, it is like the rogue elements actually make it worth, you know, replaying it over and over again. Cause it's just like dead cells. I'm ruining my review, but watch my review. <laughs> but it's a lot like dead cells in that when you, fir- the first time you play the campaign, you're not going to beat the game. Like you could be the best racer in the world. You're not going to beat the game because you don't have all the upgrades you can unlock that are permanent upgrades and things like that. So it actually adds a challenge to it. There's a bunch of unlockables and shit. It- it's legit. It's legit. And things like that. <laughs> uh, yeah did you count do you you should go through one of your videos before and just count how many times you say that i see or, some people like to have like a running tally sometimes in your comments this is fun I, it's things fun things <laughs> like that i digress is another one um i have a lot of a lot of the thing is with my videos i don't script shit like i the most i ever do is bullet points occasionally occasionally on like maybe a hidden gem mm. hidden gems video or something I'll, I'll have like a little script with it but most of my stuff you know i have to know it off the top of my head so it's kind of like a transition for me i guess sure no i, I get that now it happens i i would do that with I think I'm trying to think of what phrase it was for me that I caught myself using. And I had to like kind of like think about it more and more when I was, I think it was in this oh, case, maybe there's a good one and whatnot and whatnot. I, oh, I say that all the freaking time. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> you just ruined it. That's the problem. If you tell people that you ruined your video. Highly stylized. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Hey, Jordan's in, in here now. What's up, Jordan? Hey, sorry about being late. I was caught up with something else before I even noticed the time. So I oh, apologize. No. It's cool. It's cool, man. It's cool. Uh, we were just talking about some of the <laughs> some of the games we were playing. Uh, Sean mentioned Pokemon Let's Go, and I think most of us are playing it. What's what's everyone's consensus on it so far? Because that was kind of a controversial game when it was coming out. If you guys remember, even now people are still you know talking about it in that 
in that regard, but uh, I've been pleasantly surprised with it so far. Uh, I haven't put any time into it. Um, Amazon got it here late. They came here this morning um, and I'm still playing Spyro. So <laughs> like, okay. they're on my they're on my back. I've heard great things. I was going to try it out regardless of like the good or bad, just because I have every other Pokemon game and I'm still a fan of it in general. Uh, but I got both the, the hundred dollar sets. I'm keeping the Pikachu one sealed now and I'll play the EV one with the, the po- that the, the device is really nice. That it's Pokeball a, device. It's interesting. I think it's a little too small for me to be like for me to use all the way through. Smaller I get like this than I thought. I get this this claw hand going on, but uh, I think the idea of it and some of the the I guess the creativity around it is pretty neat. Like the LEDs are RGB, so they'll turn into any color. They make light. They make sounds and everything. It's mm-hmm. um the device itself is kind of interesting. I was, um, yeah, I was surprised with how cool it was. Like uh, yeah, that's how I've actually played. 90% of my time with it just using the single the the little pokeball and then I tried handheld mode. Yes, I actually I actually like handheld mode a lot because you can use Same. the Joy-Cons. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I really want I want a patch so that you can use the Pro controller. That's what I really want. Um I don't know if they'll do that, but I kind of I kind of want that. Um, it's yeah. it, mostly because it, in handheld mode it works with both. I don't know why I, I don't know. I like how like no one knew until yesterday about this thing is that when it plugs into charge, it does the actual Pokemon Center jingle. And yes. that's that's crazy that that was like like that was not even talked about. There was no like little like, oh, it can even do this. It was like people just figured that out when they went to charge it. And I think that's so cool. This little it feels nice, like it's small, like it could have been a little bigger. But yeah, it's it's nice. Like it has a nice like rubbery matte finish to it. And it's just uh. I don't know if it's worth $50. Maybe the tech inside is, but that's, that's kind of the question is if it's worth that much. Cause I think it's like 40 bundled or 50 separate, but yeah. uh, they put that Mew in there. So <laughs> I guess that's what we're paying for is the Mew. That seems to be the, the big thing there, you know, is they, they kind of put Mew behind that, that bit of a paywall to try to get people on it. Uh, and you get Mew right away. Like you can have him from the start. I've had him the whole time. Yeah. yeah. He's one of my mains. So I don't I don't know if Mew is like amazing or anything, but I'm, I have him. He knows Swift. So there's that. I don't know. I don't know. That's, that's a plus. <laughs> I don't really know if that helps me at all. Um, <laughs> what do you think about the game so far, OJ? Um, having fun. Um, just uh, getting past the first gym leader and everything um, so far. Um, it's just been it's been cool. I got my Mew. I've been playing with the Pokeball Plus like you guys, too. Yeah, it is. If you have big hands, which I've got big hands um it's it's a little bit tough like to adjust sometimes i don't know if this happened to you guys but i'd like like rotate and like accidentally mess up my controls because like i'm trying to yeah <laughs> uh, i i noticed that when i would try to push in sometimes the thumbstick i noticed that sometimes a selection would jump up or down because maybe i i, I slid a little too far with the thumbstick when i was trying to press it maybe yeah, uh, yeah yeah but overall i'm still having fun it's still pokemon outside i mean they've changed up some stuff uh, when it comes to like the um, like the mechanics, right? Like exactly everything that you can do in Pokemon games, some of the depth. Um, it's really definitely more of like a starting, beginning Pokemon type of game that you can play. Uh, got a little bit of a chance to do some co-op. Uh, that's interesting. It's actually fun, depending on like you know who you're playing with. Uh, it's really good, like uh, like father daughter or father son mother daughter type of mode. So if you have like a kid and like or if you have like a little nephew niece whatever, it's actually a lot of fun to play. Uh, but I'm kind of getting the hang of it uh, of actually getting like excellent. I got like my, my first because like I didn't know how to like I didn't know how to like catch it exactly like, to get like oh the, like, yeah you got you got to throw it like once the circle is like tiny yeah yeah tiny exactly so I just yeah. figured that. so I got my first uh, excellent. 
excellent uh, throws or so. So I'm, I'm, I'm doing better in it, um, and I'm having fun. I think I think it's a, a fun little game to play, uh, kind of pass the time before Smash Brothers came, uh, comes out, to be honest. Mm. I do, I do kind of look at it, and, and you can realize it's definitely not like that with the people who are really, really into Pokemon. I understand why they kind of look at the game the way some of them do, because it's definitely not like that traditional hardcore Pokemon game. But I think I, I still look at this as it could be its own series going forward, especially oh, okay. if it can pull some of those people from Pokemon Go over. Oh, well, the, the thing about it is that this is not anything new for, I mean, I guess maybe it's a little bit new for Game Freak in general, but it's not anything new for the Pokemon franchise in general. We've gotten a bunch of spinoffs or different types of games all over the place. I mean, this is probably the most interesting one, maybe outside of what, maybe like a Pokemon Snap 2, I mean, but we've gotten like Pokemon Puzzle League, we've gotten Pokemon Ranger, we've gotten Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, we've gotten all sorts of different types or not exactly the same things, and I and I never buy any of those, to be honest, like outside of some of like the N64 ones I would rent, I would never buy all the Mystery Dungeons and all that stuff, so I mean, I, I'm, I'm happy for it because we're going to get the big one or whatever uh next year so it, it's all good to me yeah I'm, i was curious about that because i'm looking at this game and something i noticed when i was looking at it, is it just me or does this look like it's the 3ds game like moved over to the switch and smoothed out the 3ds game like like a three like the engine they use for the 3ds mm. like in in battles like you look around at the scenery and it just looks like oh yeah flat yeah, like that, it, it it almost like I expect next year's to be better looking, but like I'm looking at this one and I look around at the battle and it looks like the scenery is like low polygon, like low poly, and it's like flat and it just doesn't look a lot of details around it. Maybe partial assets like certain things, but I think as far as like character models and and you know the the Pokemon themselves that do look a lot sharper and have a better 3D look to them than the handhelds, but definitely maybe some of the background stuff could have just been reused assets. Yeah, I was wondering if that's how they got it out so quick was if they used some of the assets from the 3DS version because some of it looked it looked like that. Like I, I just I looked at some of the stuff and I I kind of figure it's the Switch could probably do better than what they have there, but oh. it's going to be curious next year because there was that rumor going around that it was going to be uh, Unreal Engine and all this stuff, and then we see this game. So I almost wonder if next year maybe they're moving to an internal engine or they're uh, it's Game Freak. I mean, Game Freak and 3D aren't the best in the first place, but well, they got that town game. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's that's a good point. And a lot of people felt like maybe that's what the Pokemon game will look like. And then there's um, although it's a different company, uh, Yokai Watch 4. Like, I hate Yokai Watch. I can't get into those games, but I'm actually sort of like eyeballing that one just because it looks so good like yeah well that's not, I'm, I'm expecting pokemon to look as good as yokai watch same yeah if they can make pokemon look anywhere as good as incineroar looks in smash with the detailing on the fur on the face and just that that cutscene, um then then i'll be happy if we can get to that point where every pokemon looks that detailed i'll be a, a happy pokemon trainer Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, that would be nice. I don't know if it'll get to that point, because I'm sure they spent a lot of time detailing him for Smash. But, uh... Oh, for sure. It's only one. Well, I yeah, mean, there's more than one Pokemon in the game, but like that's, they had more time to work on those. Yeah, I have a feeling this game probably bought them extra time for ne for next year's like they didn't feel like they had to rush out the, the next gen, you know, gen eight for this year. Uh, I feel I feel like this game. Let's go Eevee and Peach. You probably bought them an extra year of development for that. So oh, for sure. I'm hoping I'm hoping it shows up and it really is like that big like aha moment of them moving it onto the switch. So we'll uh, we'll see how that goes. I haven't tried syncing the Pokeball Plus up to my phone at all, by the way, yet. So, yeah, I'm not. I, I do. I don't even have Pokemon Go on my phone. Like, <laughs> Evan, 
Evan does like uh, Evan does like Pokemon Go a lot, so he, this would actually be perfect for him. Eh, I mean, I do it just because I'm at work, but I don't know. This game never really it just hasn't appealed to me yet. I've watched a lot of streams. I watched Rack stream it the other day. And it's like it's interesting and it's kind of okay, but there's just things missing so far that I'm like I, I don't really feel like it's sixty bucks right now for me. Mm, okay okay yeah we'll we'll see uh how everything how everything goes with that because sales will still come out that'll be that'll be fun to see because we'll, we'll be able to tell if they pulled any of the the pokemon go uh audience i also haven't taken it online yet i haven't done any of that yet so i, I did need, oh did you how was that online it was absolutely terrifying so like <laughs> i don't quite understand it because when you go to battle or trade they ask you to like put in a code but it's just a code of like three different Pokemon icons out of 10. Mm. And like, I, I don't understand what that means or whatever. And then I went online and like, I just put in three uh, Pikachus and it matched me up to battle someone. And I'm like, all right, let's see what they're about. And it was a, a level 71 Mewtwo. Mewtwo. What? <laughs> like, at, like, just like that right in front of yeah. you. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to quit now. Thank you. So Goodbye. There's no scaling. There's yeah, no there's no scaling or anything like that. That's honestly kind of disappointing because I'm I was at the time I was like a level twenty. Like if it oh, makes you, you this. <laughs> <laughs> if it makes it if it makes you feel any better, apparently uh, there's not much in the way of like anti cheat or anything. So people are editing their saves and stuff and going online with them. So oh, that's awesome. It's possible he might have run into somebody who just you know uh, hacked their way to that or changed some of their save up. So don't feel too bad about Most it. Most likely coming face to face with a level seventy Mewtwo. <laughs> nice. I said, uh, it wrong. Wrong. You, yeah, said I you said Mewtwo like it was Mewtwo. like a cow. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, it's die hard. <laughs> it, it reminds me of like uh, you guys ever played the game Pokemon Battle Revolution on the Wii? Oh yeah. Like the like I, I know me and Jordan we talked about like the amount of like sometimes people cheating on that game was just insane. Like you 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 boot it up like you got your Pokemon because you can bring it over and people just have like all legendary, all shiny. You know what I'm saying? Like all of them have like the best moves. Like perfect like, stats, everything. Perfect mm-hmm. stats, all shiny, shiny everything, shiny red Gyarados and stuff. Dude. Like, <laughs> they, well, I haven't run into a shiny at all yet. Has anyone else run into one? No. No, I heard the, the catch rate is like one in 1,200. Oh, something. gosh. Uh, yeah. Austin John put out a video talking about how to get shiny Pokemon. Yeah, he did. He did some serious work with uh, Pokemon. If you if you need to know anything about Pokemon, uh, uh, let's go go check him out. He has a lot of videos up for it right now. I finally just got an Onyx like thirty <laughs> minutes before this, and like it was the most stressful thing because like I I realized in the first area where Onyx would be, I didn't get one, and I went to go back to get one, and it wouldn't let me back in that area. So then I got to another area. I'm like, great. I tried like three times in a row and like, I just couldn't catch one. And I was getting so pissed off. Like I punched my laptop and stuff. <laughs> I'm like, what is wrong with me? And so like, I, I took a deep breath and I used the lure. And when I, and then started walking around, not a, not a fishing lure. No, um, I used the Pokemon lure and then I caught one and I was like, ah, finally I can ride this bastard. Oh yeah. Because Onyx big enough. You could also get a Persian from, uh, there's a guy in what's it where Lieutenant surges. If you catch, five of the Growlithe, you can actually go get a Persian. You can ride the Persian, apparently. Oh, yeah. He said that if I caught five Growlithe, he would give me something, but yep. I just ignored him. <laughs> <laughs> he, he gives you a Persian, yes. Uh, 
and uh, and then you can ride around to the Persian. So um, that works. But Onyx is awesome. If you gonna Onyx is massive in that game, by the way. I that's one of the things I like about the game is I feel like they got scaling like pretty good. Oh, they got that kind of scaling right, huh? Yeah, that online battle scaling. <laughs> that online battle scaling. They got, they got it looking pretty. <laughs> Yeah, it works. Uh, it works pretty well. You see him, and it's, he's massive. So I want to see some of the bigger Pokemon towards the end, like like a Dragonite stuff, like that. The um, Arcanine so. looks pretty big. Yeah, accurate. So that'll be cool. That's my favorite Pokemon is Arcanine. So. Can you ride? Can you ride an Arcanine in this game? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. you can. Oh, yeah. Arcanine's pretty awesome. Yeah, Arcanine's my favorite. He's so awesome. Hey Jordan, you want to tell me about uh, that other game that came out? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Let's talk about this wonderful game right here. This is Fallout 76. Oh, not that oh, one. Oh, right. <laughs> no, no one no one cares about this game. I don't know why, but Best Buy gave me... I got two different steelbooks. Ooh. Thanks, Best Buy. Didn't need nice. an extra one, but okay, I'll take it. You know, not playing that anytime soon. I'll go through uh, the... Uh, just real quick, I'll go through the, we'll go through the Super Chats at 9.45 before we get into the news and rumors after we talk about Spyro, I assume, is what we're getting into. Oh, go ahead, go ahead Jordan. The, this, this little game right here... This little uh, purple dragon. Uh, Yeah, no, uh, Spyro finally, finally came out. It's felt like this is what made the year feel so long, even though it went by so fast. Um, Yeah, Spyro's out. Uh, I was playing it late last week when I got my review copy of it. Uh, It's I'm on. uh, So I did like a full like in depth playthrough over the weekend. Now I'm on my like uh, PlayStation version, doing all my trophies and just enjoying the game and taking it in. it's it's incredible like there's a lot of little nitpicks and faults in the game that i can spend hours talking about but that's also coming from a place of my love for the originals and you know certain things i don't agree with uh but the game overall like i don't give ratings but if i did it's equivalent to like a nine out of ten the first game is the i i have i will say there is some i have some people who have worked on the game who talked to me after my review came out and confirmed a few things that I can't really fully talk about, but I will say that most of the attention and love was spent on the first game and the second and third game did have a rougher development schedule. Uh, that's in part of needing more time and also Activision just wanting to get the game out. Uh, but two uh, has the most issues I would say. And three is pretty solid, even though it's made from a third party studio. That's not toys for Bob. It's made by Sanzaru who did Sly four. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. And so like you can feel there's a difference. It's like very minute, but you can feel there's a difference in studio when you go over, but three is more solid than the second game aside from one level in the bonus area at the end. That is just completely broken. I tweeted about it. It is like, bad and i wasn't the only one who having the issue i was talking with a few other people that said it was like impossible because it was broken i yeah i i, I like the first spiral that's the one i played back in the day so i've been rolling it's through that so it's it's not out. a long it's not a long game obviously you can beat it in like what five oh, or six hours not yeah. even not even um, yeah but it's fun it looks great by the way if you have like a 4k Dude. monitor tv i don't think it's 4k i think digital foundry said it was like 1440p or something like that but yeah. it looks it looks really really good if you have like a ps4 pro or an xbox one x mm-hmm. um, and a lot of attention to detail like spyro looks awesome in the game yes so he looks great the the cutscenes, uh depending on how big your tv is kind of get grained out a little bit for some reason uh, I just don't think they were optimized properly for, you know, different settings. Like on YouTube, you watch those cutscenes; They're beautiful. You watch the cutscenes on a TV and it kind of stretches it out a little too much. Mm, mm. Um, but the 
the the graphical work uh, especially like i think the first game absolutely looks the best out of all three in terms of the, the graphics uh just specifically dreamweavers the second you step into that home world it, it it looks insane it is absolutely gorgeous uh so i think like one the first game is like enough to just buy it in general even though it's a short game it's just gorgeous uh but as, as a package together it's a great game i still love it I'm, I'm having a blast with it again. I'm playing through it again right now and uh, just just having a good old time with it. So I recommend it. Obviously, how am I going to say don't don't buy it? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's $40. It's three incredible games and there's a lot to do if you want to complete everything in there, which is part of the fun of it. Yeah, so, for actually 40 bucks. It's a pretty good deal, to be honest. So yeah, you're going to get a lot of time out of it. Yeah, and uh, it's out on the Xbox One and the PS4, and we just, we assume it's going to probably find its way to Switch and maybe PC as well at, at some point. Yeah. Um, so either way, it was a quality game, so check it out, definitely. Um, I'll probably be playing more of that when I'm finished up with Pokemon as well. Mostly getting into the second and the third one, because the first one, like I said, I'm pretty much just about done. So yeah, um, but good stuff. Uh, Sean, you got Spyro also, didn't you? Yes, I did. Okay, what do you think of it so far? Love it. Awesome. Um, (laughs) Really, really like it. Let Lord of the Problems. Let us know. The lack of subtitles is annoying. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say that is an interesting one for me. I didn't think they wouldn't. That's weird not to have, right? Yeah, like (laughs) I like subtitles because sometimes, like, I don't want my TV to be like super loud because I'm like just trying to focus on like thirty different things while I'm playing a game, which makes no sense. But yeah, like subtitles is weird. Sometimes I feel like the controls are a little bit slippery. Like, if if you're using the joystick for charging and other stuff, yes, uh, I've been using the D pad. The D pad makes everything tighter and better. Yeah, which it's 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 crazy because I use the D pad going off of like my memory of how I used to play it. Um, but it, the joystick's fine, but the D pad is so much more accurate. It's crazy. But yeah, I mean, other than that, and you know, some little minor issues here and there, like for 40 bucks, like it's a no brainer. Like mm. if you like 3d platformers, there you go. <laughs> the, yeah. The, the values there three games are 40 bucks. I mean, it's good. Did you, Oh, did you manage to pick that one up yet? Or are you waiting on that? I'm waiting on the um, the bundle with Spyro, or sorry, with the bundle with uh, Crash. It's out. Oh is it yeah, there, there is a bundle. That's yeah, right. It came out came out same day as Spyro. Oh, I didn't even, dude. There's been so much stuff I didn't it comes, even know. It comes with both cases. Like it's not just a one case thing. It's a box that has both cases inside there. <laughs> I didn't even know. Yeah, I'll go pick that up. So I, I thought you better. I, <laughs> I thought it was coming out later. I thought it was coming out like at the end of the month or something like that. Uh, no, but yeah, I'm planning on picking it up. I'm gonna go. I'll buy it online on Best Buy right now, and then I'll probably go pick it up um, when I go see my mom for Thanksgiving. Oh tomorrow. yeah, because you'll get you'll get twenty percent off that thing too, won't you? Yeah, yeah, because I still have the the Best Buy uh, the back when they did that awesome Best Buy game. Oh man, <laughs> yeah, I have yeah. that. I should have bought like ten years in advance, right? Yeah, you should have bought so many years. Yeah, stacked them on top of each other, man. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I still have that till next year. So, um, so yeah, I'll go pick it up because I'm gonna go see my mom. Best Buy's on. It's on the other side of town. So it's, yeah, yeah. It's like twenty minute drive. Have you? All right, let me uh, let me check with Evan. What have you been playing this week, Evan? Anything good? Uh, well, I did a little Patreon, I guess, side thing with some of our people on our Discord. Mm-hmm. Uh, played Windjammers. Got to play against Joker in that. That was kind of fun. Oh, cool, Watched cool. Someone go from not knowing the game to all of a sudden being able to actually kind of play it. That was on the, uh, on the switch on the switch played oh, wow. 
played Mother Russia Bleed, so I beat up a bunch of homeless people for a while in that game. Okay. <laughs> pretty fantastic. I've uh, been doing a lot of Warframe stuff in preparation for the videos coming up, and then I picked up a game in early access that I wanted to check out called Kinseed. It's being made by developers from Fable, and it's kind of like a Starbound-style game, but it looks visually a little bit more upgraded, and it has a, a sort of, I guess, Fire Emblem function to it where your character you play it kind of goes forward and then when you die if you have a kid in the game you then take over your kid's role so you kind of move forward through the generations that way and there's that, adventure there's farming there's all kinds of stuff that was that. on uh that was on that's on steam that's on steam right now yeah oh interesting yeah i saw uh did you see sunset overdrive then did you see that uh, did not see that yet no popped up top selling game on steam right now i can see that 20 jumped bucks. Yeah, twenty bucks jumped to the top instantly. Uh, mm -hmm. So Sunset Overdrive two, maybe, maybe. Uh, not a play anywhere game, which is weird though, because I already own the game. So it'd be nice if I could just download it on PC. But uh, good to see the the PC community backing that game. It's pretty cool to see because I would like a second one. So uh, it's a good game. Anyone out there want to want to check that out? I I, I would check it out. It's, it's good. It, it's probably going to be awesome on PC where you could crank the sliders up and everything on it um good uh, good stuff what about uh oj was there anything else you've been playing this week or do we touch on a lot of it already um yeah just really uh pokemon let's go pikachu and eevee that's really all i've been playing i'm kind of um still playing smash brothers for wii u just kind of getting ready uh did a lot more um like looking at the actual footage of uh smash brothers um and i did a podcast with uh with kuba who's a um, big smash brothers guy a mm -hmm. japanese animation dude um or japan sorry japan like anime games anime games and uh he's played it multiple times so he kind of was going over some of the differences and everything and like you know and he said basically like he doesn't even want to go back like it's so much better he doesn't even want to go back to uh smash brothers for wii u like the way that the, the pacing of the game how it plays how it feels and everything and i'm starting to look at more of the footage and seeing even little details like with the characters that i use so you think that they look the same but there's even more to it so i'm just really excited for smash brothers and playing some pokemon and just going over some of that so i haven't played smash yet but i'm going to i think i'm going to drive to the torrents uh the, to the torrent uh one not this week maybe the next week and i'll try to play see if i can play it uh but yeah looking okay. forward cool yeah that's in like that's in like what three weeks now yeah yeah it's 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 coming up i, I want to try to get some footage beforehand i just, just want to try out chic because i was looking at some of the details with chic and some of the stuff that she has and i'm like oh man i'm getting i was getting a little excited <laughs> i gotta be honest i saw i saw her uh her her victory animation like was mm. like one of them and uh like her new like uh, up tilt and it kind of turned me on just a little bit but i mean i, I was good it just, just for a little bit but yeah i'm a big fan cool. obviously okay cool 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 let me uh let me go through some of these super chats before we jump into some of the uh the news that took place for the the week uh wishbone says the intellivision company shall rise from the grave while atari shall burn for all eternity they did destroy the game market in the 80s after all it's a time max did a full uh, interview right with with tommy yes uh, for the the amico and it's interesting i'm they're not launching that till 2020 so we got a we got a ways to go uh, theoretically the atari box should launch before that but uh huh. we'll see we'll see we'll see when the atari box actually launches Did, sean do you still think it's coming july 2019 no oh man i was hoping i'd be able to you know get it get that delivered to my house then because i, well, I bought one <laughs> don't you think if, if they were going to do release it then we would have actually seen more from it that's true like, that isn't like radio silence yeah for months it's in like it's supposed to be out in like seven months then 
Yeah. Oh man, this isn't good. Nah. <laughs> uh, uh, Trevor says, anyone else mad that the Pokeball Plus doesn't work on Mario Kart, or is that just me? You know what? You 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 say that, make a joke. Someone's gonna try to beat a game with the Pokeball Plus. I don't know which game they're gonna try to beat with it, but they'll try to beat something. Mario Odyssey. That's Mario. There you go. There you go. Yes, Mario Odyssey. If someone could beat Mario Odyssey with the uh, Pokeball Plus. And uh, that will be interesting. You, did you guys realize that when you sync it up to your Switch, it shows the like Super Nintendo controller that they programmed in? Wow. Yeah, as its yeah. controller symbol. I was, I was like, wow, that's interesting. Okay. I wonder if they'll change that to the actual like Pokeball. Like, yeah, maybe there's like an update coming for it. Uh, yeah. But I saw, I saw that, and I was like, that's that's funny. Okay. Smash with the Pokeball. <laughs> there was, there was already one update for the Pokeball Plus controller, so maybe there'll be another one. Yeah, maybe they'll add that little symbol in. Mm-hmm. Um, Jar asks, what percentage of the games you talk about slash review do you actually beat? That's a good question, actually, because there are a lot of games that we talk about on here. Uh, ones that I review, if I actually do a full-on review, generally I'll, I'll completed the game, but a lot of times I'll do impressions and stuff of games after so many hours as an impressions video. Um, I'm trying to think if there are any re- big-time reviews that I've done recently outside of impressions. I'm trying to think of any. I know there's a Xenoblade one, and that took over 100 hours to do that. Uh, I'm trying to think of the same. What, what about Sean? Any, yeah. any any percentages you can come up with for the, for Jar? I mean, I'm pretty much the same. Like, I feel like you know, there's a lot of people that say you need to beat every game that you talk about, and it's like, okay, maybe if I had a team of like 10 people, that's realistic. But it, you know, like, um. If I do a full-on review, I've probably beaten the game or come damn close. If I do an impressions video like I'm going to do on Pokemon Let's Go, then obviously I haven't beaten the game. Some games, you know, there's some games you review, like are you, when you review a compilation game of like, you know, the SNK compilation, am I going to sit there and play and beat all 12 of these arcade games and then their NES counterparts that are on there? Like, no, you can sort of see and sort of, you know, feel out if there's going to be problems or well yeah so it depends on the game depends on the size depending on what's going on behind the scenes how many other games i got going on but i do make a diligent effort to play as much as a game as humanly possible i'm also curious how do you uh what do you do when a game doesn't like call of duty didn't have a campaign this year yeah so i mean you just play multiplayer for a couple hours you play blackout for a couple hours you play zombies for a couple hours there you go you yeah. got your impressions yeah hmm. interesting that's a good question uh and then uh Lacrang asks, off topic, have any of you looked into the Mr. Project, a dev FPGA board with multiple cores being released? Reminds me of the early days of MAME. I actually did have not seen that, and then I uh, I went ahead and looked it up while we were on here, and uh, I really have never seen this project before uh, at all, but it looks like something they're talking about like on Tari forums and uh, uh, different news sites, but I'll look into that because that's actually kind of interesting. Uh, the Mr. FPGA project for anyone who's curious about that uh, can look that up. Uh, but I'll look at that. Thanks for bringing that to my attention, uh, Krang. Uh, Joden says, uh, I enjoy watching these. Keep it up, guys. Thank you, Joden. We will. And then Wife is a Gaming uh, says, the PS4 Spider-Man bundle for $199 goes on sale tomorrow. If anyone's interested, I guess they... I guess they're starting. Are they starting that early? I mean, Black Friday starts so early every year anyway. It always starts like a little earlier. I didn't it's know if that was going on. Say, yeah, I know. Well, we we eventually we got to the point where basically stores are completely open on Thanksgiving, but right. it used to be you wait till at least wait till midnight on Friday to be you know respectful to Thanksgiving. <laughs> no, when I worked at Best Buy, they had me there at uh, four p.m. a few years back on Thanksgiving. So 
That was fun. Wow. Jeez. Thanks, Best Buy. At least you get to eat, at least you get to eat in the morning, maybe. <laughs> no, because the food wasn't done being made until like Oh, five. man. That's true. I had man. to have the, the, you know, the reheat leftovers for the first meal. Not I didn't get to have it hot and then leftovers. I just had leftovers. So that was good. It happens. Yeah. Man. Yes. Yeah, I, I'm fine with Black Friday being on Friday. I don't know why it's got to be on Thursday, but right, I mean, it can be whenever. Y'all are crazy. I can't do it. What did you, you say, robot? Did you yeah. say something, robot? Did I, did I do a robot voice? You robot it out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of times, a lot of times I'll go by the Walmart that's over here and just see what games are out for like 10, 15, 20 bucks. Um, we used to do that back in the day for the stores we worked at because they were just out there and we'd pick them up for like filler for like the holidays. But it's if you go to these certain places, it's not that bad. Like it's not as bad as you'd think it is. So just I mean, I guess if you're there when the door is like still locked, it's gonna be you know the whole thing. But I'm just going there for some cheap games. They had so many controllers that year because they were selling PS4 and Xbox One controllers for like $35 a piece. So they were just had tubs of it and they were just dumping it into the you know the bigger tub that everyone's grabbing from. So bro, one of those PS4 controllers. I just uh, I just don't like the, the the problem that I have is like the traffic, not necessarily like the store itself, but like the traffic, like getting there is always just ridiculous. That's my only issue with. with oh, shopping. yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Just like, the, like parking spot, like and like everything like that, just getting there, like waiting and everything. But I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm planning on <laughs> I'm planning on picking up some stuff like that's why they have the deals. Um, online and in stores. So I'll just, uh, you know, I'm. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And if you want to go in stores, just go about midday to afternoon on Friday. Most people have already got it done. And most things, there's a million things of. So, like, you're not going to, unless it's like one specific hot item, most things you're still going to be able to find uh, is the, I'll usually just go out midway through Friday because everyone's already got their shopping done and I'll still find everything I was looking for. Nope. So, nope. like I'm like sitting at, sitting at grandma's house <laughs> like like i'll Sit. see like literal bins at like walmart target of the black friday deals on like media like from movies to video games just still sitting out there stacked for weeks and weeks on end after black friday because they didn't even close to sell them out and it's it's like well, what's what's the point anything i want is not a door buster like you have to have this 200 55 inch tv like i want a 70 inch 4k tv that those aren't going to sell out. My Best Buy stocked up on like forty or fifty of the one I'm looking at. I know it's not going to sell out because most people aren't going to go drop a grand on Black Friday. They're is that, how big is the TV behind you right now? This is a sixty inch, a sixty. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, so you're getting yeah. a seventy inch this year? Yeah. So because I moved this away from where I like watch movies and used to have my consoles, because mm-hmm. I because I I got I recently just bought uh, this just so I can watch 4K Blu-rays. Basically, I bought the Xbox One X. And um, now I'm going to buy a 4K TV finally because I've been wanting one for a long How time. How much did you pay for that Xbox One X? Oh, I got it for 450 I know it's going to be 400 but mm, doesn't sound like $200 to me. <laughs> what? I mean, I, I'm, I'm I, I need to play. I, need, I want 4K. And listen, I compared <laughs> it to the Slim. Listen, I was going to buy a Slim because it was like 200 bucks, right? The Slim is a good deal, but then I saw the quality of 4K that it plays compared to the X, and I was like, I'll just... I'll just buy the X. Yeah, Sean, you got to get that X, man. No, there's a bunch of good deals on uh, games right now on Amazon that cheap ass gamers yeah. just posted. Um, Shining Resonance Refrain on the Switch is only twenty five bucks. That's pretty good. That's actually not bad. They got Valkyria Chronicles for forty bucks. Uh, mm, the game yeah. that just came out. Mm-hmm. I might look in that Shining Resonance though. That's that's actually a good one. 
it was a good game. I enjoyed it. Mm. You gotta get that X shown. I'm telling you, man. I can't afford it, it dude. You it's... got a 4K TV upstairs, and you got that S plugged, and you're playing Res. Uh, what is it? Red Dead Redemption Two at like 800p or something. No, 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 no. The the TV upstairs that I play my games on is a 720. Uh, I, oh, sorry, the one downstairs. I, I love my I love my 200 dollars Xbox One X. It's it's fantastic. You know, <laughs> somebody up. was saying, uh, "Shut up," and then I'm not not gonna <laughs> shut up about it. I mean, you can, you can come to Los Angeles and make me if you want, though. All right. <laughs> I'm not gonna shut up. It was 200 dollars, baby. It's two hundred dollars, <laughs> but when you compare the the quality on a four K TV of what the X can can do, it's there's a significant difference that made me jump for the X. Mm. Oh, it's all good. I'm just saying. I'm not Plus, it has like carbon fiber build. <laughs> it's one of the nicest like put together. It's sort of the heaviest console. For how small it is. Yeah, it's it it's a, it's it's the best built system ever made yeah. right now. So yeah, it is a very good system. It's impressive. It is. A, it, it's 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 good. I like. I got one here in my in my office, and I got an S in my living room to watch movies and stuff. Hmm. Okay. Okay. That's what you, you have an S, right, Sean? Somebody yeah. sent somebody sent you that, right? Yeah, one of my Patreon people who's crazy. So if you buy an X, then you'll just have a free S that you can put upstairs and watch stuff on. Yeah. And then you just have the X downstairs on your 4K. That's true. We'll we'll see. Red Dead's native 4K, man. We'll but we don't know what they're doing next year. Is that one of our topics? See, that's one of our topics. It might be. See, <laughs> see. Uh, yeah. Let's. Uh, so, well, first, let's start with let's start with uh, let's start with Sony because they're skipping E three next year, and this was actually kind of shocking for a lot of people. It should it, be. They just came out. and They said we're not doing E three twenty nineteen, and then the people they they were pressed a little further, and they 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 said uh, we're not activating. That was a weird thing to say. We're not activating, and we're not holding any kind of conferences at that time. So they're basically that time the E three is not going to have anything from Sony first party. Now the PS four still be there because every third party is going to release something for it, but it's not going to be there because Sony's pushing it. So you're not going to have that big banner for God of War or Horizon Zero Dawn. That won't be there. Uh, what what's what's going on here? I don't understand it. I uh, I kind of went on on a, on the on the Player Essence podcast on Thursday. I kind of went off on uh on why <laughs> on why this is happening and um, why it makes sense and why it's actually a good thing. Uh, so why why is Sony skipping E3? All right, simple simple as this. They they're gearing up for their next big lineup they're gearing up for the playstation 5 the games that are coming to that and what they got to do to make that console the biggest and best that it needs to be they want to follow a whole new business model in terms of promotion when they talk about stuff how they present it and they're basically being like we don't need e3 for us to do that it's not saying they won't ever return to e3 but they're following what i like to call the nintendo model they're back on that right so obviously during the the way of like the Wii U and and stuff like that, no one really wanted to to copy too much of Nintendo anymore because they, you know, they weren't you know hot stuff at that point. But now that the Switch is out and it's killing it and and it, it's getting so much more attention and and that's basically the thing that everyone talks about. PlayStation wants to wants to be up there again, and they they want to they want to not only be talked about for their console, they want to have something that probably borrows from Nintendo. I'm not directly saying like a handheld, you know, console, but something that definitely borrows that element and appeal. They also want to bring out uh, a better games lineup that appeals to not only their main demographic, which to, to be fair with the PlayStation, they're really known like the games that you really think about that are on PlayStation are their, you know, their first party M rated games and T rated games. There's not very many 
family oriented games that are for everyone that are PlayStation exclusives, unlike the Switch, where it has that, you know, availability for everyone to play. And there's that appeal from every generation. PlayStation wants to, to cash in on every generation at this point. And that's why, like, even their starting lineup is going to have stuff with, like, uh, the next Ratchet and Clank game uh, and whatever other series they try to do or bring back or start over, Knack 3, who knows. Uh, but th- they're going to start a whole new business model. They're going to not only follow what Nintendo's doing and hold their own conferences like PlayStation Experience differently. They're, they're, they don't need E3 to announce this stuff. They can get way more publicity without spending money to go to E3. They can get all the publicity from online, people streaming it, making reaction videos, talking about it. They're What they're going to do next year is probably at one point announce the new console and then talk about it at the end of the year at a PlayStation experience for a sometime in 2020 release. And they're going to have a whole new way of promoting games, games that are going to like, like we're going to see Last of Us most likely not come out next year. That that's a I do think that's a hundred percent a PlayStation Five title. It could be a dual release right at the end of the PlayStation 4's life. Uh, Days Gone is now delayed back in two. <laughs> who knows? So who knows where that game is going to end up? But I think that they're going to try something to appeal to a demographic they haven't appealed to for a while. Yeah. Is basically to summarize my long rant from Thursday night's podcast on, <laughs> on your channel. But yeah, so like that, that's that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking they're doing a whole new way of getting promotion out there and and rebranding themselves and figuring out how do they appeal to everyone and how do they delegate their you know information out there. I I, I think it's a smart move for them because I know that they could do it without it that no one needs e3 it's just a place where you know everyone goes um and i think what this is going to show is that everyone is working hard like this i think the competition aspect is coming back something we haven't seen for a bit something that's going to force sony to be at their best someone that's going to force xbox you know microsoft to be at their best and nintendo to be at their best and i want to see all of them really going at each other with like no here's why you need our console Mm. you know Mm. that's that's it sorry for the long rant (laughs) What do, you, what do you think, Sean? Ugh. Me and Jordan <laughs> are on very different planes here. I will give you, you know, you make a good point. I don't necessarily think your point is wrong. We obviously don't know the understandings of who, what, where, when, and why they decided to do this. But I, I don't think it's a good move in any way, shape, or form. And one of the things I want to kind of touch on was you are talking about the publicity aspect of it. And you're 100% right. No matter what Sony does, they're going to get the publicity out there because obviously you know there's youtube uh, websites all that sort of shit yada 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 but the thing about e3 is the fact that that's when everyone looks at the gaming world and to gamers to us to people who do youtube to people who are in the games industry in some way shape or form um maybe e3 has sort of lost its luster but that's just because you know there's been so many you know there's an e3 every year you get used to it you know how to approach it you know sort of what is going to happen especially leading up to it you hear leaks and things like that but we are a small segment in the whole world you know there's company there's you know major websites and major publications who never touch on gaming always talk about gaming during e3 what the big announcements were what what the new games were and things like that usa today and things like that so i think for them to not show up whatsoever is is very strange to me because by them not showing up maybe they are trying to show that you know e3 isn't a big deal maybe they maybe they are a little burnt out with the ps4 because you know maybe there's not any new games to show up for the ps4 but all that's gonna do is like you said is make the competition want to go out there 
and bust ass even more. And, you know, although Sony is doing absolutely fantastic this generation, they have arguably the best console this generation. They've had the best game sales, system sales, you know, the excellent third uh, first party games and things like that. You don't want to get complacent in the same breath. So to give Microsoft and to give Nintendo this stage and say, okay, well, we're not even going to show up. I don't know. Like from a business perspective, I wouldn't understand that. You know, the only time you don't see big companies show up at E3, and I say big companies by meaning like third-party companies, they still do stuff during the E3 week. And it mm. to me, it seems like they're just going to completely do nothing during E3. Because if if you show off a game or something for the PS4, you know, let's say they do their own event. Um, you know, let's say they do something like the Nintendo Direct sort of thing is, you know, where it's not a live stage presence. I don't like the live stage presentations. I like the scripted ones better. I think Nintendo kills it in that. But the thing of it is, you watch this Direct, and then if you are at E3, you go experience the games that were talked about at the Direct. So even if Sony does do something that week, those people that are there, the journalists, the, you know, not just journalists in the gaming industry, but journalists for, you know, the USA Today and shit like that. They're not going to be able to check out those games and play those games. And a lot of them cover those games. So I, I don't know. You know, I'm kind of getting long winded with it, too. I guess may, if it makes sense in their head, then, you know, hats off to them. But it's it, to me, it's a bad look. And mm. I, I do think that. You know, Sony fans are, you know, diehard Sony fans are being way too defensive. And I think the diehard Xbox One fans are writing it doom and gloom. I don't think it's either of those perspectives. It's definitely yeah. somewhere more so in the middle. Because when you think about it, there's Death Stranding, Days Gone, uh, Last of Us 2, and um, the Ghosts of... I can Ghost never of Tsushima. Say. Yeah, Ghosts yeah. of Tsushima. <laughs> yep. And, like, those are the games they showed off this year. And those are the games for 2019. So maybe they don't have anything new to show off. But, yeah, that's 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 know. basically it. Like, I, I do agree. I think it, it's a bad, bad, bad public word of mouth, the, the way that they're going about saying, oh, we're not at E3. Like, it's like, hey, we're not going to be there. Screw it, right? It, it does look bad on 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 paper and on how people are taking it online, whether you're defending it or against it, wh whatever. I, I do think it, it boils down to that. There is nothing one, nothing new to show, right? Hmm. They have nothing new that they're ready to show. I think they have all the PlayStation five stuff gearing up and ready, but they're saving that for probably a PlayStation experience towards the end of next year. And I think that's why they're not showing anything because a lot of these games that they've been showing are not close to being done and will be for the PlayStation 5. So they don't want to keep showing you Last of Us and, you know, like, look how many years they showed Spider-Man off back to back to yeah, back. Yeah, three one years. Level yeah. of Spider-Man. Like, hey, look, there's this new thing in Spider-Man. Hey, look, there's this web power. Hey, look at those puddles. It was something new every single year. So I, and I think instead of showing us a little more Last of Us, you know, whatever happens with Days Gone, who knows with, with what they're doing with that game. But I think a lot of these big games that we've been seeing are just not for the PlayStation 4 or they're what they're not wanting to sell onto the PlayStation 4. I mean, they could be. But you don't think The Last of Us 2 is going to come to the PS4? I, I Only if it's a dual release at the same time with the PlayStation 5. I, like they release it on both. I feel like they would try because how much like a last game, ditch effort. Well, how much that game costs to make. They probably want to get it on the big install base the PlayStation 4. It's possible if they do that then I mean they could do what they did with I guess Last of Us, you know, release it on yeah. the PS4 and then one year later just call it remastered. That's how I would expect it. I mean that means that Last of Us would have completely skipped the PS5 then. Or PS4, I'm sorry, because the the first one was on the PS3 and they remastered it for the PS4. So that means they would have skipped that entire generation with the Last of Us original Last of Us game. I think the only I, the only game I see as a game not coming to the PS4 out of the four that I mentioned would be Death Stranding. 
but that's uh, I would like to see that coming to the PS4 because they're supposedly in the polishing stage now, which means it's going to be they're they're polishing the first oh man cut <laughs> the intro cutscene is being polished right now for the PS5. But well, what it's also it's game. running on the same engine that Horizon Zero Dawn runs on. Is it? So, yeah. So I'd like to think well, okay. I'd like to think that that means that it's ready. It's going to be on the PS4 and ready to roll. Uh, but what's what's what, what thing are you looking forward to doing? Uh, in uh, Death Stranding, what's the first thing you're going to want to do in that game? Understand it. <laughs> <laughs> I still have no clue what the fuck it is. I still have no idea. I don't know what I'm doing in that game. That's the thing. I just, <laughs> I, I, what you know, would be really interesting. And I keep thinking about this. What if we got a release date for that game at the Game Awards? That could be interesting. I could see that being right. Wouldn't that be cool? Obviously, Jeff and Kojima are going to be there. And after they're done, swooning at each other they can announce that can he well, he stores tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> he put uh kojima's name in the uh he did in the tags for the uh the the game awards nominees which is funny but people but, started looking at that thinking that it might be because it, that he has some death stranding's probably gonna have some kind of trailer there or something i think a release date would be really cool to see shown there let's be honest he has kojima tattooed on his chest like <laughs> like oh man that's just how it is i do think it's gonna be a ps4 game though i do uh there's also they also have they have ghost of tsushima they have days gone days gone is supposed to be in april right they have concrete genie dreams Dream, uh, april, uh, i i don't know if dreams actually be that good to be honest i'm, I'm a little concerned for dreams um I don't like the name of it. They're trying to capitalize on the greatness that is Knights. Yeah. Uh, well. uh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say the capitalize on the greatness that is, you know, going to bed and sleeping. Like, so <laughs> if they if, like if that comes out last it's last as part two comes out in 2019 as well. Uh, they actually have a pretty good lineup then just by default. It's just we know about all of it. That's the thing. It's not anything really new. Medieval is supposed to be out in 2019, I think, as well. Mm -hmm. uh, I, Neo, I too. But that's on PC, I believe, as well. Yeah, I, I just feel like they should have been there. They should go. If they don't have enough stuff to show, whatever. I yes. mean, didn't Nintendo show up one year with one game? Yeah, yeah it was called did. E3 2018 with Smash <laughs> Brothers. Jesus Christ. No, no. Uh, uh, what was that? Which, which year was that, OJ? 20, people were people making this point on Twitter. They were like, Nintendo showed up with one game one year. 20, 2016, right? 2016. They showed up with Zelda, right? Yeah, yeah, that was it. Was it. <laughs> I looked at that. I was like, "Oh, that's a good point." Okay, okay, okay I see that. I see the point there. Um, they showed up with one game. Um, yeah. Sony just doesn't want to show up. I don't. I don't really know what Sony's doing. I, I assume they're just want to do something with the PS5. And 2019 is this weird gap year where they're gonna they're gonna talk about the PS5 most of the year, starting maybe in February. They have some kind of conference where they talk about the specs. They did that with the PS4. PS4 2013, I think they had a they had a conference in mm -hmm. February, early, early February, and then a release later. And uh, uh, you know, I was talking about that too on the podcast, and just um, I think, uh, excuse me, um, on videos and stuff like that. That was weird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> on videos and everything. Um, and the the biggest issue that like I see, like I don't see it a problem per se that they're they're not going because they don't have anything to show. Like, what do they have? Like all the games that you mentioned. Uh, like John, like they just, they've already talked about those games for yes. years. We've known about them forever. So they're going to go there and they're going to show the same thing. Like Sony shows at E3 have been progressively getting what kind did they, of worse. What did they announce you know? last year that was new? 
I mean, there. What was there? Like, unless it was like a third party game, like something like Neo was new, but that's I think that's on PC as well. I'm just trying to think. Was Sekiro at their event? Was that Microsoft's event? Well, they got. Uh, well, I mean, it's a multiplayer. Microsoft. Yeah, but like, like they don't show any new first party games. Like they show the same. They show the same games over and over. Like Horizons. Remember Horizon Zero Dawn? Like every Horizon Zero Dawn, Horizon Zero, and then it finally came out. But they showed Horizon Zero Dawn like. Like when I went to E3, like in E3 2014, Horizon Zero Dawn was there. You know, like yeah, <laughs> like, her, like it was shown off there. It was shown off 15, 16, and then 17. It finally releases. You know, so I mean, like Sony has this thing where, so if, if they want to just wait and they want to just, you know, uh, say, hey, look, we don't really got much, and just save the boring show because it's going to be a boring show. Then I don't have a problem with that. Announce your system in twenty. What twenty nineteen or when? Sorry, um, twenty twenty. Maybe you have like a. a conference in 2020 and then it released then you go to e3 and then it releases later in the year i mean that was that was successful for them you know in, i think there's that, a but. i think there's a chance the playstation 5 could launch in like the spring of 2020 which would be really interesting to see that yeah this doesn't need to be a holiday release they can yeah yeah follow that, the true. nintendo format you know release that, early on in the year I'd be curious, especially if it's fully backwards compatible like if it's fully backwards compatible it definitely won't hurt their game sales people will just buy it and they'll be like well that means i can pop it in my ps4 then, or ps5 then i i got a, this man out here ryan said breaking news sony just canceled christmas too <laughs> <laughs> no, that, oh, that's actually really funny. i will admit i will admit i was very disappointed seeing that because uh a lot of times i'll look forward to what sony has obviously but not one of the big three dropping out was like oh man that that hurts a bit for e3 uh, but they, of course, put that big presser out and they were like, look at all these other companies that are showing up. And then Microsoft and Phil Spencer <laughs> uh, rubbed it in a bit. And then Nintendo kind of did the same thing, you know, just kind of just kind of mentioning that they still believe in E3 and we're showing up and it's going to be fun. And yeah, and now, now Nintendo can get more of that space at E3 on the actual show. What floor. happens Sony's right next to them? What happens so. to Sony's show floor then? There's, they have there? a huge spot. Nintendo's yeah. just take it over and put all their Metroid and Animal Crossing. Well, not at that point. Animal Crossing hopefully is out. So all their Metroid Prime. Oh, I'm still holding out hope that E3's going to be decked out Metroid stuff. I hope so, man. I need to hear information on that game already. Yeah. Uh, well, game awards are coming up. Or Pokemon. Uh, <laughs> they show Pokemon at E3. They Pokemon, can use a whole floor space for Pokemon. I think it makes a lot of sense for Pokemon to be there because that's a game that you can put out on the floor and have people play. And yeah. I think we'll have already seen what Pokemon looks like before E3. And then they'll just have people. That'd be one of the hands-on game. This E3, like their Pokemon show floor space was like right in front of Smash. And it was like this big, just with one TV and a long line. They just had one TV and they closed it off. So no pictures were taken. Oh, man. <laughs> it's it so funny. That's going to be. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. I, I think that because I think this Pokemon coming up next year is going to be the biggest Pokemon ever released, I think. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So that would yeah. make sense why they'd want to have a big show floor there and everything for it. But I don't know. Sony's is massive. I think Sony had the largest one last year. They had a big spot. So but I don't know. Someone said, pockets. someone said THQ Nordic will take the spot. Maybe. <laughs> Jesus God. What, is, what are they doing? I keep telling you, man. THQ Nordic, dude. Don't don't mess with them. <laughs> Where is this money coming from is what I would like to know. Offshore they're, investors. Yeah. They're, now they're, their games have actually been selling all right, too, strangely, because they're quick and they're quick flips, you know, for remasters. So they actually make profit on them. They're, they put out their sales and they actually made like hundreds of millions of dollars. Where's Good my man. old Nintendo game or old Nickelodeon games already? Where's nah, my man? Bikini for, bottom? Where's Where's Time Splitters? We gotta ask for. Where's Time Splitters? Where, where's all these games they keep buying up the IPs oh. for, but they're doing all this other I'm stuff? I'm telling you, I, 
I want a triple A all real monsters game. Okay, yeah. man. Like I, I really want that. Like I'm, THQ Nord, don't let me down. I'm telling you, Nettie RPG, I'll do it. That's awesome. I'm telling you, Time Splitters is coming. It's on the way. I think so. I mean, they they seem to know what they're doing, and they're getting positive buzz and yeah, you know, physical versions for the the three. Uh, what was it? Uh, uh, Sphinx. Game. Yeah, Sphinx is good. I like Sphinx. I bought it on Steam actually when they when they put it on there and it runs really cool well. Game. I played it on the PS2 a lot actually. Do you think that if they had if they come no, out game with team. Time Splitters like as like an E3 thing next year and it's huge, right? And they go all out with it and they make it like one of the best games like they can make it and it's banners taken over it. Do you think a game like that with like incredible multiplayer and all that can go up head to head against the new Halo next year? Time splitters, mm, yeah. Like if they yes. made it a big deal, I mean, it, it, it would. I mean, they would. St- it would still be overshadowed by Halo. Yeah, it, it, it would make an impact because time splitters is a name that hits with older audiences. Younger kids won't know what the hell time splitters is, but if you go out there with a, a bunch of publicity and you actually have something to show off of the game, if it's trendy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Then it can easily, it can easily do something. I'd be all about Halo, so I hope they, I hope they bring that to E three. I'm ready to play Halo Infinite. <clears throat> um, I'm scared of it. You're scared? What? <laughs> Why are you scared I, of it? Because I hate everything that 343 has done with Halo. Oh, uh, I mean, ha- all right, Halo 5 wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. Oh, uh, I I disagree with the that. The multiplayer, though? Like, I don't, I don't care as much about the single player because they, they destroyed that. Multiplayer is fine. Like, it plays fine. It's fun, but they're it's like... Not as bad as, it's not as bad as Reach, though, so that's fine. I, I like Reach. Don't, don't, don't talk crap on You're Reach. You're talking about Halo Reach or Halo Call of Duty. I mean, that's when that game started feeling like, oh, that's what I looked at and said, oh, man, <laughs> Halo 3 is the best Halo ever made. Yeah, OK, I'll agree with you. OK, that was the last one that I beat fully was Halo. ODS. Halo 3. I'll still play Halo 3 on the Master Chief Collection. Actually, the Master Chief Collection technically is the best game ever made for Halo. <laughs> so there you go. That has all the Halos in there. If you have Game Pass, you should have already downloaded that by now because um, that, that is an outstanding collection. Uh, let me uh, let me move over here to the PC Classic, Sean. What do you think about the PC Classic, man? I hear that's going to be pretty awesome. What is what 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 are we doing as a society? <laughs> oh, dude, what, your video was funny. You're like a society. I was like, what? <laughs> well, people, it actually got a lot of thumbs down. People were like, well, I'm excited for the PC Classic, and it's like, okay, you obviously <laughs> didn't watch the video because I clearly state in the video they don't even have funding for any of the licensings. There are zero games available for this. The whole. Uh, crowdfunding, yes, crowdfunding is going to be to acquire licenses. The company is confident that they can acquire licenses, but I can be confident that I can run a million miles. It doesn't mean it's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know, man. I just, it, it's a pitch. It's all it is, is a pitch, but they're making it seem like it's it's something more. And uh, But it has a micro floppy disk drive that you can probably I like that fit actually. a 3DS game into. I, I saw that. I thought that was really funny. I think it's just for SD cards. But I was yeah. like, I looked at that and I immediately was like, oh, that's for the five and a quarter. Okay. Okay. Um, but it's basically going to have apparently 30 games built in when it ships. And then they will have extras that will be physically purchased games that come in the form of SD cards. And it looks like a mini Raspberry Pi, although the inputs don't really line up. So I guess that's not what it is. But uh, I don't know why it's like this weird beige color. But like how do they know they're going to have 30 games? It has zero right now. They're, they're, they're hoping. That's, that's all. They're, it's a, it's a hope, dude. It's a hope and a dream right it's now. It's got to start somewhere. They're apparently going to start next month, I think. The next crowdfunding? Month. Yeah. I wonder how much they're going for. 
It can't. They probably don't need a ton for it, though. Like, you think maybe a hundred thousand for licensing? You think that's all they'll ask for? How much do you think they'll ask for? Uh, I say, I'll say four hundred thousand. Okay, okay. Because apparently they're going to be ninety nine dollars each, right? So they have to sell quite a few of those. But I think it'll get funded. To be honest, I think it will. Out of morbid curiosity people will fund it. People funded the Atari BCS. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. I was part of that disaster. <laughs> I don't, I don't know why people still have faith in crowdfunding anymore. Like how many projects have been indefinitely delayed, canceled, you mm. know, never came out like the, the margin, especially in the video game stratosphere, like the margin of success for a lot of these projects, I feel like is much lower than the margin of non-success. I mean, yeah, I think it's because, a, a lot of uh, a lot of us want like they they put a dream in front of us, like I said, and then we want to believe it, and it, we want to believe that giving them money will make that dream come true. It's, it's hope, man. Like people are willing to throw down. Like a lot of time, you don't even gotta like put like down like a lot of money for this, right? Like it's like people, like, it's like thirty bucks or whatever, forty bucks. Like you know, like I see this game Temtem. It looks like it's a really cool Pokemon type of spin up. I don't know if it's ever gonna come out, but you know what? It's worth the 30 just to hope and pray. Maybe it comes out at some point. Bloodstained Ritual of the Night, dude. Like the dream, like for like a new Castlevania game. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's been how it's been delayed. Like, so it's that game was supposed to come out in 2015. Yeah. <laughs> at least yeah. at least we got um Curse of the Moon out of that. That's true. I mean, that's true. But I mean, I'm just saying like people want to buy into like it was just kind of playing off of like what you said, like with delays and all that stuff. Like it's just it's going to happen. But you want to hope and you want to, you know, hopefully it can it can happen. So that's the reason why like, if I see something that's really cool and like Temtem or like Bloodstain, something that I know that like it's like, man, we haven't had something like that in a long time. Like I'm going to I'm going to throw some money down and hopefully it comes out, you know. Mm-hmm. yeah it's gonna be interesting I, I think it'll be funded i might look at it if they have actual information but we you gotta read it yeah we're gonna look at that page because i hope they have at least 15 of the 30 figured out before they uh, attempt to to ask for money hollow knight was also a that game was really good and that was like a crowdfunded game wasn't it so yeah i think hollow knight was yeah i i think it was yeah because that's only apparently team cherry is only three people <laughs> so there you go that's why their physical release had to get uh, put on the back burner for now. Um, do you guys want to talk quickly about the N64 Classic? Apparently not coming this year. Well, like, yeah, it's not coming this year. But <laughs> that, that's that, uh, that was still believe. Uh, people were holding on to hope, man. They were hoping. You know? <laughs> they were hoping. Uh, Reggie shot that down though in an interview, saying it's not on there. And uh, what is it? Horizon of planning right now. They're planning Horizon currently. I'm sure it's not. I'm sure that that patent that just magically popped up <laughs> thing as the NES and SNES classic. You know, he's yeah. only saying that that way because we're getting a different classic first. We're getting the game. Boy classic 100% before I would like the Game Boy classic. 64 classic. That would be sweet. That would be sweet. Uh, now I think it's coming out. If they're gonna do a 64 classic, the earliest it probably come out is probably early summer next year. You think it's gonna be that soon? Yeah, I mean, it's po- that's the earliest. I mean, that I would well, see I mean, it happen. The, the, the difficult part of an N64 classic would just be getting third party games for it or yes. figuring out licensing. Everything else is you know, make a mold, you could probably do that in a day. Um, you have the emulation already in your Super Nintendo classic that will be used for it. So, you know, I can't imagine. Maybe the control. I mean, what, what kind of joystick do you use? Do you use the cla- the old school one or do you come up with a different joystick? Oh, for the controller? Yeah. 
You make it smaller, I think. Oh, you make it small. Okay, that was the other question. Is 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 the controller going to be larger than the system then? <laughs> Probably, <laughs> but I think you make the controller smaller and you 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 just the N64 controller was very bulky, like yes. needless, unneedlessly bulky. Like there was no yeah, reason for yeah, it. Yeah, but the, the whole point about the Super Nintendo Classic and Nintendo Classic is the controllers are almost exactly one to one. Uh, Riley Pierce says the emulation for the 64 will be much different for the NES and the SNES. Incorrect, sir. Incorrect. Or ma'am. Um, you can actually play N64 games on your NES or SNES Classic. You can also play ps1 games. games on there you can and it probably pl plays better than that ps1 classic. i actually have been doing that so you'll find out soon enough oh have you <laughs> aha i have yes i figured that out all that out it's uh, fine. It's, i figured those... i figured out how to put a uh, uh like a 600 megabyte game on the on the super nintendo classic that doesn't have the storage for it nice yes See, Fan little, fancy stuff over here my little thingy the classic to magic it allows me to use the um which i just happen to have right here um it allows me to do uh usb flash so i have 32 gigs that i can play with on my super nintendo classic nice nice yeah i don't have that but oh yeah look at that cool yeah, uh, I have a I have a pass through for the back plug where you plug the power in and it has a USB input. That's how I made that happen. Uh, but PS One games run fine. Metal Gear actually runs fine, surprisingly. And you use use your Wii uh, a Wii Classic controller, the Pro controller. Wii yep, that's controller. what I use to play the N sixty four shit, and it's great. Yeah, it works fine. So it's kind of neat. Uh, we'll see. We'll see though. I'm thinking earliest is next year, summer, summer. Uh, that way they can get it out, get the initial stock done, and then get ready for Christmas. At that point, they'll have three systems on the market, all plug and play consoles. So do you think that everything at this point, if we're gonna get like a PC classic, do you think we're gonna get everything as a classic? Like we need like a 3DO classic, like like just random things like that. Uh, I mean, it's gonna depend because the company has to have at least some faith in the the brand to sell at retail to make all to spend all that money to do it uh i don't know if 3do would work i would <laughs> like to see sony try to do a ps2 classic i think that'd be awesome i'd like to see them do a better ps1 classic yeah but... <laughs> I, you know what they might do a ps1 mini classic <laughs> and uh and do the dual shot controllers then actually get good games on there but sony's the type of company that will release another playstation one classic just with a bunch of different games like yeah. here's the number two like here's part two like yeah oh, okay thanks sony that'd be cool if they did that and it came with like the screw and screen on the back that you could lift up and like play like when you're just sitting at a desk or something they that don't have cool. to make portables anymore they've done it no no more psp oh uh, that'd be so cool done. though yeah yeah uh that's gonna be it's it's Next year is going to be interesting, is, is what we're seeing. No Sony at A3, possibly Nintendo 64 Classic, a PC Classic, the Atari VCS. Fire Emblem, Three fire, Houses. Fire, yeah, okay, Fire Emblem, sure. <laughs> it's, going to be, it's going to be an interesting year next year. Possibly Metroid Prime releasing. Uh, let I me go through... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let me go through some... Well, yeah, keep an eye on the Game Awards, and you'll we'll be able to tell if it's coming out next year or not. Hopefully. Uh, let's go, let me go through some of these Super Chats real quick. 
uh daniel says why can't sony just sell off assets from sony pictures instead of canceling e3 i don't think sony's that poor <laughs> they have to <laughs> sell off assets instead of canceling. e3 doesn't e3 is expensive it doesn't like hurt sony they get a lot out of that generally but uh i mean they they're the ones who are putting like you know big posters of god of war up painting buildings and stuff so um, I don't. Yeah. I don't think it's that bad over there. No, it's, it's not because they don't have the money. To yeah, do like I mean they're good. They're that is good. funny though. Yeah, uh, uh, Eric, Eric uh, says Goose Game Boys. Yeah, when's when is that coming out? Goose Game. Goose Game. That's coming out. Isn't that like early next year, or is it coming up soon? We'll look into so. that again. We'll look at it again because we're gonna be playing that. That'll be fun. Uh, Daniel J says Death Tra- Death Stranding is a training simulation. For delivering FedEx packages, joking. Yeah, as far as we know, it's a walking delivery simulator. As far as we know so far, uh, with some very odd things happening on the way to delivering. I guess your package. Uh, K K nineteen says I I talk. Okay, here we go. So this is this is coming straight from the source. I talk with Christian Gaming Network. PS TV two is going to be shown next year. PS five is a fake thing. <laughs> okay. There is a there is word going around apparently that the PlayStation Classic is just a repackaged PlayStation TV. I don't know if that's the case using the same chipset and stuff, but I'll find out. However, I think there's also a possibility that it's using the exact same chipset and everything from the Super Nintendo Classic. Um, but I'll find out when we open that up. That'll be interesting. Uh, Jackson McGuire says, "What are you hoping for the new Halo?" Hopefully next year's E3, we will see old IPs come back to life, holding out for Banjo on Scarlet. Love you guys. Uh, for new next Halo, a good game. <laughs> <laughs> for for the next Halo, the if, just for the single player side, they have to have it be basically about Master Chief because Master Chief wasn't even in this past one that much, which was just weird. Thank um, you. It was just it was an odd thing. thing. It turned me off from the whole campaign. I was like, what? Okay. The campaign sucks in general. You fight the yeah. same boss 18 times. It's great. Yeah. The gameplay itself isn't bad. I just I liked I like the feel of Halo 3. Halo 5 has a significant amount of auto aim compared to Halo 3. If you go back and try to play Halo 3, it is very difficult if you're used to Halo 5. But uh, the feel of Halo 5 movement and stuff isn't a big deal. So I think if they if they did a lot of what they're doing with Halo 5 in the multiplayer and maybe just played around with some of the mechanics, I think they could have a, a pretty good Halo game. But Infinite looked like it was almost going to be like an open world style. Did you, like it was very weird. They kind of played that up like it was going to be this open world style game from what they were showing. So maybe the campaign won't be like a set amount of missions. Maybe it'll actually be like an open world or something. It's hard it's to say. Halo in the form of Bioshock. I mean, Halo Infinite is supposed to be, I assume that means that, you know, Infinite, you'd assume it's like the world might just be open and not the same, but it'll be Battle Royale. Uh, eh, okay. They might be able to get away with that. I, they, I mean, if Call of Duty can do it, right? Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I like big team battle and all that. It doesn't have to get any crazier than that. So. I mean, it's, I'll be okay with it as long as the the regular online modes are still there. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as I can just jump into Team Slayer four on four, uh, I'm fine. But if they get rid of a campaign and they just have Battle Royale and then all the other multiplayer stuff, I will not be happy. No, no. They have to keep the classics there because Halo is still viewed as like a competitive game. So keep keep all the classics there and everything and uh, maybe double down on Forge a bit. And you can have a pretty cool, pretty cool game there, I think. But we'll see. Hopefully that's next E3. We find out a lot more about Halo Infinite. Uh, Hopefully it's an Xbox One game and not necessarily a Scarlet game. That's the other thing. Um, Yeah. Uh, Eric. I think it'll be be both, right? 
I would think so. Cause I mean, we, we think Scarlet's going to be backwards paddle anyway, but uh, completely, but we'll see because there's another Xbox that's apparently coming out the wall to get into as well here in a minute. Uh, Eric says redneck rampage and Carmageddon two. All right. Carmageddon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Eric. Cool. Oh, uh, and then K19 says, where's my pinball classic at RGT 85. Well, they kind of do the pinball stuff with, um, with like the Williams games that comes out, unless you mean an actual pinball machine. Then, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know, like an actual one that you buy, and it like I don't know, would it just be one big screen on there, and it changes when you flip between the games? I mean, the whole point of pinball, if you go and play an actual one, it's supposed to like you're supposed to get a lot of feedback from actually, you know, being well, there. Plus the, the the fun of pinball machines are the different stuff inside of the actual pinball machine itself, yes. like yes. the designs and shit yeah so uh let me let me talk a bit about this xbox one discless system sean you talked a bit about it in a video right i did give me one second though there's a there's apparently uh an xbox one coming out next year possibly in the springtime that is going to launch without a disk drive and it's an interesting situation. Um, let me pull up because uh, the person who talked about Scarlet being a main system and then a streaming box also talked about this. And interestingly enough, I actually heard about this a bit too prior to this coming out. So when I heard about this, I was like, oh, wow, that's weird. I heard about that too. And I kind of also heard about it coming out in the springtime as well. So I see this and I'm like, wow, okay, I, I guess that's a thing. An Xbox One without a disk drive now let me ask you guys this is that an issue for a lot of people that like physical media like do people see this as a problem going forward or is just a, them testing the waters because apparently you'll also be able to take your physical games to a microsoft store and they will actually then give you i guess a code to go with it then punch into your system <laughs> um okay there's many different ways to skin this cat um Whoa, i don't th- skin, skinning the cat my bad that's, that's that's a that's a saying isn't it is it a phrase it could be but <laughs> um you know, east coast thing. my bad sorry about it but <laughs> i don't i i think the digital trade-in program or whatever is stupid like i don't think anyone's gonna do that um the whole point of this discless xbox one to me that would make it work well and actually help microsoft would be to do a system under two hundred dollars have it with a couple months of Xbox Live for free, a couple months of Game Pass for free, and you sell it at the casual market. Like, you want a device to stream video that will also play all these games, and you get to play these games. You don't have to buy anything else. You can just play them right here and then use our online service. Well, here you go. Here's a system. And then that would work. I think that would that would actually sell, um, depending on the price point, of course, depending on how much storage it has. Um, I don't think they're going to win over any current xbox one or maybe xbox one owners because that system is painfully outdated but Mm -hmm. like s owners no one's gonna no one's gonna get rid of their xbox one s to get one of these things and they can't use their games that they've already bought unless they go to a predisclosed location that is probably 100 miles like how many stores are actually going to be participating in this like i don't think so but yeah i think as a new skew if they could get it to $150, that thing will print money. I think it, it would sell. Yeah, it sounds like it's going to release at 200 bucks, is what we're hearing. And I assume that means it'll be a two terabyte model then. 
200 bucks with three months of game pass for free and then one other game installed on it already i think it'd be smart to sell it with some sort of game pass or xbox live membership coming with it so many months but i think it has to be a two terabyte because you're telling them that they're gonna have to download all of their games then i mean i guess when you pop a disc and you install it all anyway but yeah. still at that point you're you basically are relying on your games being on that system at all. Like you won't be able to just walk over to a shelf and pull a game out and then install it for a little bit. I, I think they're gonna do this. I think it's gonna be something that they're gonna do because Microsoft kind of wanted to do that this whole thing with the Xbox One, right? Yeah, they wanted like, DRM to be a big thing. Yeah. Yeah, they, they wanted it to where like, you know, uh that type of you know, digital type of deal and everything. So, I mean, I can see Microsoft doing something like this. And if it's going to be a cheaper Xbox, um, I don't know how well it'll do on the marketplace, you know, like I, I know if, even though it's a cheap price, I mean, I get that, but I mean, Microsoft has had great deals on the Xbox one S and everything like that. And it's like, they're not even like getting near, like, so like here in the U S at least they're not even getting close to Sony. I mean, it's all right, but I mean, it's still not where it is. And like, you can get an Xbox one S on a lot of places for $200. So, yes. I mean, I, I mean, I don't know how well it will do because you're essentially taking away functions, you know, um, and making it worse than what a normal Xbox would be. Um, but for those who haven't jumped on the, you know, jumped on yet, I mean, it might be something that they look into, but I don't know. I just think that a lot of people, especially like, you know, 4k Blu-ray player, you'd be missing out on that. Right. Cause you wouldn't be able to put in normal. Well, it'd be all digital Blu-rays, right. Or something, whatever. Yeah. So, I mean, like, my other my other question though is if you remove the disc drive, how do you do backwards compatibility with physical disc games like your 360 games? Mm, good point. I, I think this would just be like a games pass thing, right? I mean, we saw how much they were advertising it at their XO event. So I think they're really just trying to push hard on this games pass thing. Buy this cheap Microsoft Xbox, you get gears and Halo and whatever, all that in their games pass. I think it's just like a games pass type of deal, trying to get See, people to do that. A, a so. games pass box. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like but see, I feel like it would have to be less than two hundred. It would have to be one fifty or less to be something like that. They, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it'd have to get low, definitely price wise. But I mean, I think at one fifty or less, like it would sell. I think it would mm -hmm. actually, it would actually do decent. But yeah, if it's gonna be two hundred or something, like no, nah, that's that's silly. Well, two hundred with the games pass, like you get six. Let's just say six months of games pass at Xbox. Two hundred like bucks, and maybe you get like one. You get like a, I don't know, like a digital game pre-installed or like two digital games pre-installed or something like. Just that. put Fortnite know. on the front. Do I get? <laughs> yeah, do I get um, Xbox Live Gold as well with that two hundred? Probably not. Mm. I would say no because they need to make money off Xbox Live Gold. They need people to pay for those memberships for that. So do they? Yeah. What if they do, what if they do three and three? So three months of Xbox Live, three months of Game Pass, instead of six months of Game Pass. That would be better if you. It, well, it depends on the price point. That's true. If you're a talking, of, if you're a talking, a lot of Microsoft's revenue comes from the from the services. Yeah, yeah services. services. They need that money. Yeah, but like, I think games with gold. I I think they could do six months to a year on that for, mm. for cheap. Because look at look at the sale they have going on right now. Now for it, it's like a dollar or two. Yeah, they just want you to get in. They like want you to get in the door. It's like a like if you Game Pass right now, I think it's a buck, right, for the holidays yeah. or something, and you're good until the end of the year or something like that, which is crazy because the amount of games on Game Pass right now are insane for that price. Um, but they just want people to get into their service. It's like everywhere else. They'll get you in for cheap, and then they hope that you either forget about it and they start charging your card, or mm -hmm. they're actually happy with the service because one of the hardest things nowadays is to get a person to try whatever you're selling. <laughs> so... You have to either advertise like crazy, like all over the place, or you have to 
give them some incentive, like a free trial. Netflix does that, and it it works all every, every time. So that's true. Yeah, <laughs> most people get Netflix and then they forget they have Netflix. <laughs> yeah, Crunchyroll, man. I haven't watched it in a while, but I was like, oh, I have Crunchyroll. Yeah, go watch some anime. <laughs> so that's what yep. I was doing this weekend. <laughs> I haven't watched it in a bit, so I have that for Verve and like Hulu. Like I keep paying for them, but I forget to use them. <laughs> now I wanted to, uh, Evan. What was our Discord question for the week? We just have the one. It's from Overlord. Uh, what are some of the features you want to see? carried over from let's go to the new eighth gen pokemon coming up in 2019 Ooh, that's easy that's it the first one right away the fact that you can see pokemon on the map is amazing yep that that's the biggest thing right i mean that, that's that yeah. has to be in the next one at this point uh i don't know, I don't you know don't if it will be though yeah but then it'll it'll feel like it'll just feel archaic then at that point if like, i'm like oh i just walk around and all of a sudden i'm in a battle i I like the like the world feels much better with Pokemon actually running around in the fields. Oh, absolutely. I think it looks like being able to like ride on the Arcanine. It's actually like, you know, the Arcanine and being able to yeah. see the Pokemon. The atmosphere is great. And if, you know, they like, like you guys said, they brush up the graphics and everything. But that would also, be. Also, I can avoid all like the Pokemon you don't want. Like, you know, like if a man key pops up, you're like, oh, man. I don't know. Yeah, I think that's 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 <laughs> the best thing about po- yeah. one of the best things about Pokemon. Let's go Pikachu and Eevee's that you can actually see the Pokemon, which threw me off, by the way. I was running around in the beginning, like circling around for a while. I was like, oh, wait a minute. Hold on. And then they started because like yeah. in that first grass area, there's like no Pokemon. Then when you have to go over a little bit more, you see them, sometimes so. those Pokemon will beeline for you, too. Like man key, like chases me around when I'm trying to catch oh. like Spearows or something that to have a combo going. Man key will just sprint after you. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> that is probably the biggest feature. I mean, I guess you ride Pokemon, too. That's that's cool, too, I guess. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else. From what I, I mean, would anyone really want to use the Pokeball in the next one too? I don't know how you would. Supposedly actually. I mean, I they said it. Could. Supposedly they said it will work. Yeah, I mean, I guess it because yeah, how many buttons do you really need for Pokemon? Like, I mean, we used to play it on the Game Boy where there was an A and a B and a Start button, and that was it. So I, I true. I, I guess you could technically make it work. I don't know. I guess some people might want that ball in the next one as well. Yeah, why not? I mean, if you're yeah. going to, they already sold it to us. So, I mean, we need some, probably need some more games to play it with. I mean, it would be nice if they can program it in there, you know, for you to be able to use it. Uh, but we'll have to wait. I don't think the catching mechanic isn't going to be the nah, same. No, that's so. not going to be the same. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe there'll just be another Let's Go game in two years. Let's go. Uh, what's next? Uh, gold let's and Silver? Go, yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's go Pichu and Togepi. Yeah, man. Because we'll <laughs> go. it'll focus on the baby Pokemon aspect of it. You know, maybe that's what they'll do. Maybe they'll just keep jumping. Up. Maybe Diamond and Pearl will get remade in Let's Go. Oh, that make people mad. Oh, yeah, I was just supposed to say yeah. that make people mad. That's my maybe, favorite Pokemon game of all time. And I really maybe we'll don't. start seeing like a three-year release cycle where it's like we'll have like next year will be Gen Eight. The year yeah. after will be uh, Gen Four remake in yeah. the same engine, and then right after we'll get Let's Go Two, and then next generation then another remake and then so on and so forth i mean that's kind of smart my, my question is would people want a pokemon game every single year we've had it every single year for the last yeah. good amount of time whether it be like a sequel to like the years before this game or a remake or they're always coming out in some form because they know it again it prints money 
they're yeah. going to keep doing what gives them money, whether it's a remake or a new game. Now they're getting $60 a piece and they're selling a Pokeball for 50 bucks. Now they're getting 100 Yeah, they're, getting they're making, like some, they're making yeah, some money they're, right now. They're <laughs> making some serious money because they're used to the to this, like the other types of Pokemon games being like Mystery Dungeon and all that crap that like people really don't even buy that stuff. You know what I'm saying? I, like, I buy that stuff. I know you do, but the sales for like Mystery Dungeon in those games are nowhere are going to be nowhere near Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. Like they're going to be nowhere near yeah. that. So I mean like, yeah, I mean I think they're and they, like like Jordan said, they they have been doing uh, for like the past like three or four years. We've gotten a Pokemon game every year. Like yeah, since so. since the 3ds, even before the 3ds, because it was like there was black and white, then black and white two, then X and Y, then yeah. we had the the remakes, Omega, Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, and then we jumped right into uh, Sun and Moon, and then Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. Yeah, and then now here we are with Let's Go. So yeah, it's been pretty consistent for a while now. Since at least no, it's just. At least 2010, because I had Heart Gold, Soul Silver that year, and then Black and White, Black Two in 2011. Jeez, holy crap! They're just pretty. <laughs> man, yeah. Uh, that's I f- we finished up a little early because I thought we would actually do some Q and A from the chat tonight for the next uh, 30 minutes before we finish up. So we can we can do that. That sounds like that'd be that'd be kind of fun. If you guys want to look towards the chat and see if there's anyone uh, in yeah. the chat, anyone in the chat want to. Uh, talk back and everything. Let me let me also go around here. We have Sean RG85. We got OJ Player Essence. Then Jordan. Uh, is your channel just called Jordan Fringe? Jordan? Yeah, it's just Jordan Fringe. Jordan Fringe. There you go. All everyone's uh, links are down in the description as well, so you can click on them and go check their channels out. Uh, so make sure you do that. Make sure you ask Jordan about if he's going to stream Spiral. Oh my god! Recently or anything like? I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure he's going to do some pretty good stuff <laughs> oh with that. God. So check out his channel for all your Spiral streaming needs, my boys and, while and we're, girls. While we're, while we're at it, what's the uh, what's the plans for Thanksgiving this week? Anything good? Yes, I'm going to be gone from Tuesday till Monday. Okay, that, that, that's good. That's good. That's actually a pretty good. A uh, little vacation there for you. Yeah, a little just time to rest up a little bit. And time to rest up. It's good, man. Eat some food. James. Some food. Uh, James Carson asks, "What do you think about Smash Ultimate selling out on Amazon? Seems pretty crazy to me. I think that's about right. Smash is going to sell quite a few copies. So Smash is going to sell. It's going to be. It's going to be crazy. And also the bundles sold out there. It's going to be insane. Like people are. There's so many people that said I've never. I, the, the amount of thing that I've listened with this is like people saying I've never played a Smash game before. This is going to be my first one. I'm like. Mm. <gasps> <laughs> wow, that's so good. That's yeah, good. so it's good. It's 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 grabbing new people and yeah. like the, everybody's there. That's the, like I mean I know they've said that before, but everyone's there and just like the slickness of the game, it's gonna it's gonna do really well. Cool, cool. Uh, let me see. Uh, missing now, uh, missing now. Oh, I forgot about that. I wonder if they have any kind of. I haven't looked too far into like the I guess far into the game for like online and everything. I wonder if they have anything in Pokemon Let's Go like that kind of has a nod towards missing number. That would be cool. Missing no from the uh, like original. That would be. be awesome if they do that. They I, I didn't see any kind of nod towards a truck though around the SSN. That yeah, would yeah, be really cool. There'll be and, a DLC like a limited event or something where it's like get your missing no. I know they wanted to. I know they wanted to to lock it behind like the Pokeball to help sell it or whatever. But it would have been so much more rewarding or just fun <laughs> to have you actually have to push a truck out of the way towards the end to get Mew. That would yeah. be so much but Or Professor Oak gives you keys like when you beat the Elite Four and, and you all of a sudden go turn the truck on and move. Here's Although you're like truck. 10, right? So. Yeah. Yeah, I got you a truck. <laughs> uh, just something dumb like that. Uh, or even just a little like a little nod to it just for fun. Um, but uh, 
Yeah, well, uh, I'll I'll keep playing through it, obviously, and we'll see. But um, the truck is there. Okay, the truck is there. Okay, cool, cool. See, there you go. I actually left. I left SSN, so maybe I'll go back and look. Um, uh, thoughts on the situation uh with Nintendo of Russia? Did you guys see the whole situation with Nintendo Russia? (laughs) I did. I doesn't understand how streaming works and just started freaking out. Apparently, he's freaking out about it. The whole thing. Apparently, Nintendo Russia isn't that whole situation isn't great anyway. Like Nintendo's representation in Russia, but from what I understand, uh, the guy who is he like the manager there? What he's he's general like a manager type guy, yeah. general manager. He, yeah, he kind of lost his cool on stream and a little uh, bit, a little bit, a little bit, and started yelling at everyone. So I don't know what they do now. I, I are they getting rid of him? Because by they would have had to have done it by now if if they really care to. Because that I was see- that was pretty bad. <laughs> I didn't know Russia had Nintendo. Yeah, that, that was kind of nice to me. There's like a petition. Like people, there's like a petition to get him fired. And this dude doesn't localize games. Like there's just like all sorts of issues. I feel bad for the Russian gamers out there. Nintendo fans. Here's a good one, Sean, because we talked about this on Rich's uh, podcast the other day a little bit. Mario Cruz asks any thoughts on the Pat NES Punk Diablo Immortal issue? I think they handled it with absolute tact and grace. I thought it was <laughs> a phenomenal, phenomenally said, very well spoken. And uh, yeah, that's no, um, it, it was a shit show. I mean, it went, it was a pretty bad, it was a pretty bad take on the Dude, situation. Even PewDiePie covered it. Like, that's how out of hand this got. Like, this was on every channel on YouTube. Pat's it, face is crazy. Career, are their careers over now? <laughs> no, 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 not, not one bit. No, I mean, okay. they're they're losing. It's funny because boy, smash it. It's funny because if you look, they're losing. That you know, they're losing subs every day, but their views are like better, like in the past you know week than they've been for you know the past two months. So it's like you know, it at the end, inside day, job. Yeah, no, I wouldn't sell that. <laughs> at the end of the day, you know, everyone's entitled to their own opinions. They probably shouldn't have gone off on a little tirade at the end. I felt that was a bit unnecessary, but you know, it is what it is. Mm, mm. That was a pretty bad take. Yeah, yeah, I would I would say so, yeah. So <laughs> pretty bad take. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That red is woof, man. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> I like that the whole thing people keep pointing out are the dislikes on the video. I haven't looked recently, oh, but bad. it's like a four percent like ratio. Oh no. <laughs> I have like no subs left at this SMG asked, uh is it important for PS5 to play PS4 games? I believe so, yes. I think they're should be backwards compatibility because I think that's good for consumers. And honestly, if you just bought Death Stranding and then the PS5 comes out two months later, that would be that would be annoying. <laughs> I went through that back in the day with um the 360. It was two different systems, but it was the 360 and Kingdom Hearts. And that the whole point there was Kingdom Hearts 2 came out, and I wasn't playing the newest system that's just out. I'm playing the PS2 instead. That was the last gen system, but because that game is on there, I mean it's different, obviously, because two different systems. But it's the same idea. You don't want to be playing your PS4 if you just got the PS5. You want to play the new PS5. Uh, also, the hope is that basically everything is then 4K straight up native and everything on the PS5. So I think it's a good, I think it'd be really good if it was obviously that makes it to where I think Sony fans, like all the hardcore places fans automatically go out there and buy it, you know, day one, if it's like that, without even having like a great, like a, like a great PS five launch title or something, they can get away with it. If, if it has backwards compatibility like that. You know? 
I would I would like to say that. Uh, Dusk, what's what is the Xbox rumor? The rumor was that there is a a system coming out for Microsoft that's going to be an Xbox with no disk drive next year in the spring. Got that Cliffy B thing too. We could talk about that. What's up with Cliffy B? He said he's never making a video game again. Oh no, he'll make another one at some point. Yeah, I don't I don't believe him when he says that. He'll he'll make another one. He, he was phrasing it in a way. He wasn't necessarily <laughs> he was just phrasing. He was like, he's like, this is the reason why I'm not. I don't I, ever want to make another. What game. I think what I think happened is he just got really really mad and annoyed because people were, what poking him about uh lawbreakers or something yeah, like they wanted a refund even though they probably played it for like 30 hours and it's like yeah, like people still mess I mean with <laughs> even talk about video games anymore i follow them on twitter and like, yeah bring up like stupidity i mean it was even worse like like back then like it's not as bad as it used to be but like i think he's just kind of like what the hell you know <laughs> like why are you guys like why are you upset that I think the Lawbreakers thing tipped him because he poured his heart and soul into Lawbreakers. He really nope. tried. You know? I missed uh, I missed one super chat here. It's from Suck on 10. says, uh, Ocarina of Time, turn 20. Your favorite boss in the game. My favorite boss is at the end with Ganon because you stab him in the head. And that was crazy for me back then because it was yeah. like really weird to see at the end. Well, it was Link actually stab him it straight through the head. Um, but that was really cool. That was a cool scene. Dark Link. Oh, that's a good one. That one's good too. Did like Shadow Ganon the fight. Darkling was good. Darkling was good. Um, someone pointed that out on Twitter the other day, where like you lose your reflection, you turn around, and like Darkling is there. In Ocarina of Time, like they should have walking, and like your reflection disappears, and then Darkling is like right there. Yeah, that was kind of neat. Yeah, I would have to go. The last boss was cool, but Darkling is good too, though. Darkling is good. Oh, uh, that's a good question. Who do we pick out of the game of the year for the VGAs? That's a great question. Uh, let me pull this up. I think I already remember what they are anyway. Uh, for the video game awards, it is. I know it's Red Dead, God of War. This is just for the game of the year. Celeste, Spider Man, Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed. Those are the. I think that's it, right? Those are the Six, ones. I think in total. I'm at the nominees page now. Um, so I can double check, but I'm pretty sure those are those are the big game of the year. Okay, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Celeste, God of War, Spider Man. Oh, Monster Hunter World is in there. Wow, good representation for Monster Hunter, and then Red Dead Redemption Two. Red, I mean, Dead. Red Dead Two is going to win it. Uh, yeah, a lot of these awards that come down to the hype around that time, so it's got to be Red Dead. Yeah, I I'm going God of War. I'm going Assassin's Creed. I had the most fun with that game out of any other game this year and, and that list. Are we picking who we think is going to win or are we picking just our own person? Both. What do you we, want to win? And what yeah, do you, think yeah, you can do both. I think God of War is going to win. I think or I, I want God of War to win. I think Red Dead's going to win. Personally. Yeah, I want God of War. Uh, yeah, who we want and who we think is going to win. I'm going to vote for Celeste, but um, I think Red Dead's going to win or God of War, one of those two. So Okay. What about what about Sean? What do you say? You said Red Dead. Yeah, Red Dead. I think Red Dead will win, and Red Dead is the game that I would pick. Okay, fair enough. And uh, Jordan, you said you said uh, uh, Assassin's Creed's we want to win, but you think Red Dead's going to win? <laughs> yeah, I think Red Dead's the no contest. I do think God of War is the runner-up. That is like the upset to beat. Uh, yeah. Red do we Dead. all just think Red Dead's going to win then? Like we all just assume that's the case then? Yeah. And like. I feel like they're always going to cater to Rockstar, and like any case for game of the you know game of the year awards in general anywhere. 
But I think God of War has a strong case behind it that if that won, I'm not surprised. Uh, but I do think since Red Dead is like a bigger game and it has, you know, it, it's going to have the higher chance of of winning, even though I I don't think it's my game of the year. Um, okay. Out of that, fair. those options. That's fair. Uh, what was I didn't look at the RPG. Let me see. Because oh, I thought didn't Xenoblade shouldn't Xenoblade have been up this year for game of the year for uh, RPG of the year? Yeah, but they tossed Octopath in. Yeah, they just forgot about it. I was gonna just forget about Xenoblade <laughs> or a snub, whatever you want to say, like a snub. What happened there? Yeah, that's I weird. Nominated for OST, which was just blew my mind. I was like, okay, come on, like Ooh. <laughs> action game. Uh, Mega Man Eleven's up for action game. Sweet, yep. go Mega Man. <laughs> uh, let me see what's up for RPG. Okay, best role playing game: Dragon Quest Eleven, Monster Hunter World, Nino Kuni Two, Octopath Traveler, Pillars of Eternity Two. Mm. I think Octopath will take it. That's tough. Ooh, that's tough. Octopath will probably take it, but from an RPG standpoint, I'd hope Pillars of Eternity. This is tough. Um, Spyro up for any awards? I'm between. I'm, <laughs> I'm between. I'm between Dragon Quest Eleven and Octopath. That's tough. Oh, that's tough. They're both really good. I might go. See, I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna go with Octopath because I thought Dragon Quest Eleven actually released. Uh, no, I guess that's no, that's right. Uh, I think I'm gonna go Octopath just because I like the direction they went with the art style in the game. That's what I'm gonna go with. But man, Dragon Quest Eleven was really good. That's tough. I don't think Spyro's up for anything, is it? Probably not. No. Yeah, no. Should I'm be. surprised they didn't put. Yeah, I'm surprised Xenoblade should have been in there because it didn't make it last year. It, it, maybe it fell into just that weird time December release. But it's around the same time that. Super Smash Brothers is releasing. Are they going to figure out Smash Brothers next year? No, of course not. Smash, but I don't think Smash is going to win. Any, I don't think Smash is going to win anything outside of maybe like best fighting fight. game, right? Best yeah, it, it would definitely yeah. be in the fighting game bracket, yeah. and I don't think we got anything serious coming yeah. up. Yeah, they'll win, like win like I mean, like Smash Brothers for Wii U barely won anything, and that was released, you know, in the no- November, and that game got like didn't barely won anything at the game one either. So yeah, it have to be best fighting game. Uh, maybe they would. Yeah, what's the best fighting game now? I mean, they got fighters in there this year on Soul Calibur 6 and Street Fighter 5 Arcade Edition. See, look, if another Street Fighter 5 type game <laughs> comes out next year, it's going to be up against that. <laughs> uh, Dragon Ball Fighters will probably take that one, though. I would think mm, so. Yeah, Ooh, maybe. Labo's up, man. Best family game. Really? Yes. <laughs> There's a oh, chance. Whoever votes up against Mario Party, I think. Okay, well, that's like a subpar game versus cardboard and Starlink, oh, it's like Starlink, Mario Party. Like I Mario think Starlink so far had the best chance over those two. I think it's I, I pick Starlink to win from personal perspective. God, can you imagine Labo being an award winning game? <laughs> cardboard <laughs> won. Oh nice. man, they did it. Uh, that's funny. Uh, let me see what uh, Mario Cruz asks. What's everyone's favorite Thanksgiving dish? Smoked Thank underground yams. smoked turkey. So amazing. Sweet yams. I'm going with sweet potatoes. I like sweet potatoes. I actually eat sweet potatoes every night though. So cranberry sauce. I'll do it's every turkey day. Cranberry sauce. <laughs> My favorite dish is something that I eat every single night. I do. I, I, I like it. I eat it every every night. My favorite night, Thanksgiving man. dish is uh drinking a monster. Actually, you know what I eat every night? I eat this is really fun. I eat turkey, sweet potatoes, and broccoli. So basically I have almost Thanksgiving here every night. <laughs> Blessed, yeah. dude. That's that's the life worth living when Thanksgiving's every night. Yeah, that's what I eat, man. That's what right. I eat. No, no, you go to Shoprite and they actually sell 
tons of turkey like already cooked and you just cut it up and then you just uh you just it's, it's cheap yeah man, it's cheap and then you get them to you have them cater sweet potatoes and they'll cater enough sweet potatoes for you for like the entire month and you just you just freeze the ones you you're gonna have you know weeks later out here doing some 2023 stuff man i have never even heard what you're talking about. dude i'm telling you man i don't spend that much on food just because i do all that i buy it in bulk like that and then i just eat it as i go along so smart yeah man i'm telling you it works and sweet potatoes is one of the best things you can eat it's really food, good for you food wave they do taste good it's very very good for you throw some cinnamon on that you're good to go oh, man yes now now we're now See? you're speaking my language cinnamon will kick your metabolism up too Ooh. Supposed to eat like two. I need one of those. Two two teaspoons of cinnamon, I think, a day. I'm getting hungry now. Put in your I, oatmeal. Yeah, I you eat got those Doritos. Does it work better? Because I have a crap metabolism. It just sits. I'll eat the food and it just doesn't go anywhere. It's <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, I got sweet. I guess I'll go turkey with cranberry sauce. I don't have cranberry sauce much. What about um? What about Evan? Rice, sausage, and shrimp stuffing. Okay, that, that that actually sounds really good. That sounds, that sounds. <laughs> what about what? What are you gonna fall asleep to, Sean? What what food's gonna make you put you out? What'd you say? Um, I don't know. Just a, a full belly in general will put okay. me to sleep. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> shout out to rule rule of two. Okay, the game awards should be in January. That's not a bad idea, actually. I think we can get away with that, right? Oh no, you know why they want it in December? Because uh, advertising uh, is is much more lucrative in December. Yes, they get paid a lot more in December than they would in January by advertisers. That's why it's in December. Um, Cause the, from looking at that, what we see in that presentation, it's not cheap to do that. So I get why they do it in December. Yeah. It, it, Cause it's also like the families are home, right? Like people are home holidays, January, everybody kind of go back. So it's just like, it, obviously it just makes sense for them financially. Uh, Oh, I have another super chat here from uh, Virel. Platinum Games working on three Switch games rumor. So there's word that they're working on apparently three Switch games. I do know they've been working on at least two. I didn't hear about a third one, but I know they're working on two right now uh, that aren't not announced yet. I hear about three, though. That that must be new, the third one. Yeah, the rumor is there's one extra one. People okay. Are they are working on they're working on two. I know at least one of them is a new IP. I'll tell you that. Uh next year maybe e3 nintendo direct anyone's anyone's guess but yeah don't be it sounds like you see the rumors out there it does sound like they're working on something I, I would like to see them if one of them's not a new ip and it's just like a straight up i'd like to, i know people are saying wonderful one-on-one i'd like to see beautiful joe come over that'd be cool yes i would like yeah. that. capcom though so that that yeah, that's true that's <laughs> there's true. so many people in the chat tonight that want near autonoma on the switch that would be cool i, I my problem is my problem is, can they can they get that file size down? Is it a big file size? It's a big game, I thought, isn't it? Like it's not a small game. And they gigabytes on PlayStation Four, and yeah. they'd have to really maintain that speed, like to be able to maintain the frame rate even in handheld. And like that's really kind of how it feels great. Jeez, I really want that game, but it still holds its price. Yeah, it's it's a good game though. It is, but that would be. I thought they wanted to move it over, and they still could if those. If those uh, game carts get a bit cheaper and they can start bringing over 32 gigabyte carts and 64 gig carts, that'd be that would actually get it there because with some compression and stuff, they might be able to get it into like the high 20s and then drop it on 32 gig. At the, I mean, some games, honestly, they should just make them digital only and say, hey, it's it's di like Final Fantasy, uh, what World of Final Fantasy, it's digital only. 
I mean, if it's if if it yeah. really is the game card that's keeping it from coming over, make it digital only if that's the only way you can do it. Um, there you go. Mario Cruz uh, again says, "Anything on your radar for Black Friday?" Sleep, sleep. <laughs> uh, just games, backlog games, filling stuff out. Like last year, I, I got like Skate Three, Mafia Three. Titanfall 2 because Titanfall 2 was literally five dollars at Walmart, <laughs> and I really? wanted on the Xbox. I just had I just had got the X, and I was like, I know it's native 4K on the Xbox One, I think now, so I'll get it on that. We had copies. We had copies of uh, Titanfall 2 where I work for my day job for like two dollars. <laughs> That's so depressing. Yeah, get it on the X, dude. It's, it's native 4K. It's pretty sweet. I do. I'll if it, hey, if it's five dollars again or less, I'll definitely pick I up. I bet Titanfall you it will be. I hope it is. I'll buy it just to feel sorry. I'm like that's telling. sad, man. They had such a terrible release for that game, man. EA really screwed them over. Um, yeah. Any 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 other things you guys are looking for on Black Friday? Valkyrie Chronicles 4 is going to be 40, so I'll go ahead and pick that up. And I think the collector's edition is going to be like 60, so I'll, mm. I'll pick that up um, just, just so I can have it. Uh, Dragon Ball Fighters, that's going to be like 20, 25, or whatever, so I'll pick that up just so I can have it. Um, and Detroit, Detroit's like 25. Yes. Oh, I can't forget. I need to pick up Detroit. I keep that's thinking about Detroit. Yeah, I keep thinking about that game. That might be one I, I grab too. There's probably going to be more deals that just pop up out of nowhere. Then there's also Cyber Monday as well. So. Yes, yes. Oh, and I think what is it? A hundred dollar, uh, four hundred gigabyte SD micro SD card scan disc at Amazon. Yeah, I, those have dropped down there before, and that's when I grabbed one for my Switch. Yeah, so I'm definitely going to be grabbing one for my Super yes. Smash Brothers Ultimate Switch. So Ooh, I'm gonna grab one yeah. of those ones. So yeah, uh, yeah. I already bought God of War, but yeah. Uh, Clash with Sprees says, uh, "Will PS5 be handheld or Switch in 4K with 1080p?" So that uh, will be PS5 will be handheld or I think he's wondering if it's going to be hybrid or not. And oh, okay. we're all okay. pretty sure it's not. I don't think it'll be a hybrid. I, I, I don't I don't think Sony is really going to do much with the handheld game again. I'm, I doubt it, but they're not one to shy away from copying gimmicks from Nintendo. Yeah, that, you're, so you're not wrong. Yeah, that's a good add on maybe the initial console. I don't think is a handheld. But I think instead of like a Vita, like they'll have a device that you could get that's a couple hundred dollars that mm -hmm. lets you play almost quality, you know, like of the, the TV is like, you know, 720 versions mm -hmm. of the PS5 uh, games on the go with your save states and stuff. I never want to rule it out because you never know. And you're right there. It's not yeah. like Sony yeah. hasn't been like, that looks cool. Let's do that. They, they always yeah. seem to try that year to year. I mean, with linking the PS3 to the PSP to be able to kind of stream that. And that never actually panned out. And then the Vita with the uh, PS4, that was supposed to be a thing. And then nobody really cared about that. So why not? <laughs> like, just keep throwing right. gas yeah. on that fire. Let's... What would they call their their fake joy cons if they started making them <laughs> play, they play, play, play toys play cons oh man play cons, let me uh let me let me bring this question up from mdk asking uh think we'll get shimigami uh tensei tensei uh five in 2019 i would hope so i think that, i think we have to right yeah because they yeah. said they were pretty much rolling along pretty well 
I would think so, yeah. Yeah, I would I would think they'd probably get that out, which would be great, by the way. Shimagami Tensei games on portable is so good. Like the Shimagami Tensei games on the 3DS are fantastic. I've played Shimagami Tensei 4, and I've also played Shimagami Tensei. I've beat Shimagami Tensei 4, and I still need to beat Shimagami Tensei 4 final, but they're both really good. So that would be dope if they were able, like, like I'm really looking forward to a Shimagami Tensei game on the Switch because that was my only problem with Persona. Is that I couldn't play it. I mean, I actually bought a PS Vita just to play Persona portably because it just plays. But in my opinion, it plays better that way. But the cro- what's that thing that Sony does? Uh, PS Vita? I forgot what it's called. Um, Cross buy the where you can oh, buy. Um, oh, the streaming. Yeah, the streaming. It it's it's kind of garbage. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of not good. Well, I mean, you're going through Wi-Fi either way, so it's yeah. like uh, it's kind of yeah. maybe it was more on my end. But anyway, uh, either way, I still played it, had fun, beat it, pretty much beat it on my PS on my ps vita so i mean i'd be completely down to I, i'm really looking forward to that on the- like steam link steam link does pretty well when it's wired but if like you have something that's wireless and you're streaming it's definitely not as good, not good. Uh, it definitely struggles yeah not good wireless. <laughs> speaking of the vita mario cruz asked if anyone still plays the vita <laughs> uh, bought a vita. i haven't played the vita in a long time that was that switch came out. i'm be honest it's yeah, the Switch is just like a successor to the Vita at this point in terms of handheld quality. Like it's obviously it's better, but it's that's kind of how I look at it because the Vita was like almost console quality games on the go, whereas the Switch is. So maybe that's why Sony's so salty and they're taking time off to like you know what we got to rethink this strategy. They're gonna mm. come back and invent their own Switch. Uh, Marlon asks, "What specs are you expecting for the PlayStation 5 It's a good question. I think it's gonna be probably probably the newer because there's there's the speculation and rumors that uh amd's navi is actually the ps5 that's what it actually is and the rumors are saying it's going to be roughly 12 to 13 teraflops or basically native 4k at possibly 60 frames Uh, that would be cool that's what i would want i would want a powerful enough system that would push 4k no issue standard like dynamic scaling i don't want any of that anymore i just want native 4k because it's probably we assume it's going to be 400 dollars in 2020 like, i don't think they're gonna make it 500 i think i think the cap with with well maybe not because i mean the xbox one x standard is you know 500 dollars. you know until it hits on sale like for you know 400 on black friday so it's possible that they can say hey you want the most powerful console you know 500 dollars. yes i'm yes. just a bit too expensive for, for mass market i i agree but I think Sony's terrified of that price point. Like, I, I don't think they want to do anything because the even the PS4 Pro came out at four hundred. Yeah, that's five hundred would be not. I don't think that's a good look for people. I think I think it's going to be four hundred dollars, and they're just going to pack as much tech, the best type of tech that they can get for for that price. Maybe make a little bit of profit off it. Maybe not make a little bit, but I mean, I don't think I don't think you can go up to five hundred and it, that be your standard one. Maybe there's a more powerful one that comes out you know, in the next year or so or whatever. As long as there's a cheaper option, they can do it, right? Like, they could have a really powerful one as long as there's an, an entry level somewhere. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's... You need, an, you need an entry level one because even at 500... Well, I mean, I know inflation is different, but, like, yeah. you know, I think they're they're scared to death of the PS3 era, and that was 500 and 600, right? So... Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, inflation, obviously, it's a lot... That was, it'd be a lot more. No, that, that, that one PS3 was... It was $500 with a 20 gigabyte hard drive, and it didn't have Wi-Fi. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but but yeah, it had Blu-ray player and it played all PS2 and PS1 games. Yes, so that was pretty sweet. I'll admit. Uh, uh, Van Buren twenty asks uh, any new breakdown videos coming soon. Love the Pokeball breakdown video. I actually may or may not be working on 
a breakdown video for the original Wii. So we'll see. God, that thing was annoying. Yeah, but it's actually pretty impressive how they were able to make that system so small because it's basically an original Xbox, just about in terms of like power. So it's interesting to look at, but it's very weird how that, ga how that game console goes together because it does stack. The biggest part of that system is the disk drive. Yeah, it's basically the cube from Hellraiser. That thing is nuts. Yeah. Just like <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty cool. And there's like there's like 80 screws in that thing. Like it's so small, but there's like 80 screws in it. Three it's different insanity. sizes, yes. like two different head types. Oh my god. It is insanity. But I actually I remember I'd worked on so many of them because kids would shove stuff in like popsicle sticks in them, or they'd stop reading, or they'd have coins like pennies and stuff in there. It was usually the 3DS cartridges because that's how yeah, they Yeah, we've had that a couple console. times. They try to jam DS cartridges in the disk drive. Oh, I had them all the time. Play. I need to play my DS, my 3DS, and yeah. it's not playing on my weight. It wow. happened constantly. It's a damn good question. <laughs> what? Why is it the three the yes games playing on the way? Yeah, right. <laughs> oh man. But the Wii would <laughs> okay. <laughs> the, the Wii would be a would is fun though. Take apart. It's just weird how it goes back together and comes apart. But I have one, and I got it off eBay, so that actually might be terrible. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yes, uh, I might go buy another PS3 or a PS3, another system from GameStop. Maybe get one of their referred PS3s and see how bad that is. That'd be interesting. I have concerns about that. <laughs> the 360 didn't make me uh, have any more confidence in GameStop's refurbished stuff. <sighs> uh, so, guys, uh, that's going to do it, I guess, for episode 85. Right, Evan? Uh, yeah, that should let be me, good. Let me go around uh, the panel here so they can do their outro. Sean, where can they find you? Find me on RGT85. We are doing another $100 eShop gift card giveaway. I saw someone complain. They said, it's the longest giveaway ever. It's like, no, this is the second $100 eShop gift card giveaway. You can enter by clicking the link that I just dropped in the chat. As far as what's coming up this week, it's going to be a light week as I will be going out of town on Tuesday for the Thanksgiving holiday. Uh, I do have a couple videos planned that I'm working on that should be scattered throughout, but it'll definitely be a lighter than normal week on the channel, but it's good to relax sometimes. Yeah. Holidays, man. Holiday time. Go see the yeah. family. Go see the family. And then uh, OJ, where can they find you, man? Yeah, right here on YouTube, just player essence. I'm going to be doing uh, some more like um, basic like top countdowns. I know towards the end of the year, I like to do like my countdown stuff. So top five games looking forward to just did like a top uh, top Nintendo switch 2019 games list. We'll be doing more of those. Uh, so look out for that. Um, also, uh, we got a Super Smash Brothers Ultimate giveaway going down, too, so I'll link that uh, for you guys. Uh, we're going to be giving that game away, but we're probably going to be giving multiple copies away of that game. So we got one officially from me, but uh, there's probably going to be more giveaways for Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. We're looking to give away at least maybe 10 copies over the course of the next month. Oh, or, snap. Nice. Uh, yeah, we're going to be giving away quite a number of copies of uh, me and some of the, the dudes in the, the you know, the, the joining in the village. So uh, look forward to that. And uh, yeah, just like if you like Japanese RPGs, you like RPG games in general, action games, the Nintendo stuff. I uh, come through the, the channel. It's a lot of fun. I, I, I do live streams pretty much every single cool. day, multiple live streams as well. So, yeah. and what about uh, what about Jordan? Where can they find you, dude? Uh, you can find me, uh, Jordan Fringe, here on YouTube. I don't have any giveaways going on at the moment, so I apologize. But uh, I, I kind of make content on you know whatever I'm feeling like that I'm nostalgic about. So that's, that's kind. <laughs> cool, man. Cool. All right, that's gonna do it here. Uh, Evan, you're on Twitter as well, right? Yep, Kimmerick's project. Just follow me there for any announcements coming up. 
Yep, you're going to want to uh, keep an eye on that because Evan's going to have some Warframe stuff going up. So if you are curious about Warframe or some stuff to get you started without spoiling the game completely, just kind of get you pointed in the right direction. Evan has one video going up that's the uh, five tips to get you started in Warframe on the Switch. And okay. then we're probably going to be doing some possible work with uh, with with Warframe uh, going forward as well. So you're going to check that out too, and we'll hopefully be able to reveal that later on. But uh, that's going to do that. Do uh, do it here for us, uh, episode eighty five. Yep, and we'll see you guys next weekend, nine p.m. Eastern time. We'll see you guys then.